The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
the show at Madison Square Garden. They've just left the stage for the interval. Um, it's, 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 an afternoon, it's an afternoon show here at Madison Square Garden, obviously. It's, it's nighttime in England. Um, about five o'clock, isn't it? About, it's, just, it's, about four, it's about four or five o'clock in the afternoon here in Madison Square Garden in New York City. Uh, we, we didn't bring our watches. Um, watches are for squares. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as um, Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey, John M... Uh, no, he's dead. And the rest of the guys uh, leave the stage for the interweek. Yeah, listen to that crowd going nuts for the home. Crazy there for. Uh, for the, oh, they've all gone quiet. Good. Well, because we've we've stepped out. You can hear them. They're going to be chanting for, for quite a long time. Um, we have stepped out to the. Um, I wouldn't call it a lobby. I'd call it. Uh, we're at the refreshment stands. Kath, would you like a drink? Mm, fine, thank you. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, hang on a minute. I'm looking at these fine American refreshments here. And I'm going to have a root beer. Okay. Um, and a meat dog. Hang on a second. Okay, fine. Uh, could we get? Um, um, hang on a second. Root beer for the lady. Oh, hang on, root beer for the lady. Okay, and I'm going to have a Pepsi Cola, please. There we go. And we'll get we'll get some of those. We'll get some of those. Um, we're going back. Now. Um, so we're, we're live at Madison Square Garden this evening, and. Um, if, but, but welcome to all our new listeners, all our new followers, um, showbiz journalists around the the country, fifteen um, uh, uh, year old reporters who uh, who um, just simply lift things off of Twitter and and, and um, take words and sentences out of context on radio shows and print them online and sometimes in newspapers. Don't worry. I know why you're here, and I will this evening tell you exactly what happened earlier on today. I promise you'll get your story. You'll be able to file it before midnight. That's going to happen. You've got that. Just, just, just get ready. That's going to happen. Um, in the meantime, uh, from Madison Square Garden, we've got some great phoning topics this evening. Um, and these, these are they. Uh, number one is um, famous conveyor belts. And that links up to a story that uh, I read in the paper. Mm. Um, that oh, I haven't actually read the story. We'll do it later. Doesn't matter. Just there, read the there almost wasn't a conveyor belt in the Generaziani Gamos, the Generation game. There almost wasn't. So famous conveyor belts. Um, and I'm trying to think. I remember once I did a pilot for a TV show called You Don't Know Jack, right? And it was a quiz. And uh, let's walk a little bit further away from it. And um, at great expense. They had a conveyor belt in the studio, mm. right, put into the floor. So I walked out from behind the scenery, stood on the conveyor belt, and it just took me up to the podium where I stood and did the questions. It was a really funny gag. It was a terrible pilot that never got picked up. But there must be... Um... I've got one. Go on. I've, got, I've got one. Go on. Bertha's mouth. Remember Bertha, yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely Bertha. I've got one. The Travelator. That's a great one. The one with Willy Wonka's everlasting gobstoppers on. They went... Hmm? Remember? No? Mm-hmm. I had to make that really fast. Okay, you didn't. You, you're not... Um, 
you're not essential for the start of the show, so you could have you could have really taken your time. Want to go stick a bag back in it? No, no, don't. I mean, touch that's it. poor. So it. So we've got that famous conveyor belts. Um, which B? We did this one recently. I remembered now. Which B sides are better than the A sides? God only knows. Was the B side to wouldn't it be nice? Imagine that. I would. Someone said on Twitter, and I'd agree with this. Rain is better than paperback writer. Have you heard the Beatles song Rain? No, I haven't. Let the rain come so everyone can see that the rain shines. You've not heard that. Fair play. That is better than paperback. I like paperback writer, but rain's a bit of a mess actually. But uh, so we've got that. Um, crap films that you really love. What is there a crap film that people go, oh, that's crap, and you go, oh, uh, do you know what? I know it gets 4.6 on IMD, but I just... You like two films that I hate. They what? are officially crap. Well, okay. Anaconda and Congo. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen Congo. Right. You're well, confusing you... me with your other presenter. So there's that. 03444991000. Where is the worst place that you have had a sleep. And some of you were tweeting me some really good answers. Um, it's a phoning show, not a, not a tweeting show. Um, what have you broken in someone else's house? Someone told me, again on Twitter, a really good story about um, scratching something in someone else's house. But I don't remember it. So if you know that person, if you could encourage them to call him. Um, and I, Right, so I was on the phone to my kids today. My six-year-old, and I said, dude, I'm trying to come up with some subjects for people to phone in with. Uh, and as soon as I said it, I thought, I know what he's going to say. I said, have you got any questions for the listeners? He went, yeah. Have you ever seen a ghost? Right, this is the one that he asked last time, and he got completely spooked. He was in tears. He was sat there in tears, and he had nightmares for a month afterwards. But to be fair, he did misunderstand one of the stories. There was a woman who'd seen the outline of a cat, and what he thought she said was that she'd seen like the lining of a cat, like the like the skin turned inside out, which is a horrific and horrific image. Um, So, so for my son, have you ever seen a ghost? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I think Ross is watching us on YouTube. He says there is no time delay on the feed from you in New York. That's because it's not nineteen eighty six. How much are the hot dogs? Um, They're they're five bucks. It's amazing as the mics are the same as your studio mics. Uh, well, that is because this is all green screened. This is green screened. Um, and can you send me a postcard, please? Uh, that, that it's is, old fashioned, mate. Old fashioned. That can't happen. Um, uh, here's a, a trick I like to do. We've got the adverts coming up, guys. They're yeah, loving that. I'll just, we'll just put the microphone in the uh, thing there. Forgot they could see us. That's nice. Uh, so, 03, four, we got, uh, we've got Alan Caddick, we've got Rainbow George, we've got Zach, we've got Andre, and we've got you, and I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get a bit sick of it. If you I'm mean honest. Yeah. Um, you, we've, I'd say we've got no, I nearly, we've got no, um, birds. Uh, sorry, because I'm in, I'm in, uh, we've got, we got no chicks. we got no chicks. No, try again. Well, you should have heard what I was going to say, and I stopped myself saying. Not again. Mmm. Um, if you want to come and... If there are any ladies listening that want to come and um, entertain some gentlemen folk what? and and just waft their beautiful perfume uh, around the around the phone-in show, you'd did be, James Whale not leave? You'd be very very welcome, um, uh, ladies especially welcome. Um, and if you want to know what happened today, that you'll get that. You'll get that. I promise. I know a lot of journalists are waiting on that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative, live from Madison Square Garden in New York. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 
Okay, live from Madison Square Garden, and the Who will be coming back on stage. It's an afternoon concert. It's um, it's for disabled children. It's for the orphans of nine uh, eleven. So they'll be coming on um, to do um, to do a show later on. And if you want to know what happened today uh, on Channel Five, it, I, I'm going to give you all of the the details a little bit later on. Before that, though, let's hello. go to hello George. Hello, hello George. You're on the air. I'm on the air. I didn't realise I was on the air last night. Oh, t- did you not? I no. thought, oh, I <laughs> did say. I think I said. I'm pretty sure I, I said. I think you did, yes. I, no. I played it back. I played oh. the whole programme. Oh, you absolute back. pudding. And uh, You've been doing this game longer than me. You should have known the, um, the reverential tones of, of someone who's on air. I didn't realise. Oh, I feel really sausage. stupid. <laughs> well, you shouldn't feel. I, 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 well, okay. Next time, I'm going to make it. Cl- Can we get a, um, like a, a siren that says "You're on air, you're on air," and we'll play it? You know, for people like George, <laughs> old people is what I'm saying. How you doing, George? All right. Yeah, there were a couple of things you got wrong in your introduction to the call. I'll go on. Correct you me. Said, you said I got. Uh, uh, a million pound for for the house in, oh, in yeah. Hampstead. It's uh, I should have got a million, but uh, as I was waiting to acquire ownership, I ran up quite a substantial debt, oh. and oh. I, I ended up with uh, four hundred and seventy-eight thousand two hundred ninety pounds sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do the pennies, and you did. Yeah, How? well, by the time I got down to the 69 pence a few years later, I'd, yeah. uh, I'd had a bit of an adventure with the money, spent most of it in. Have I got it right, though, George, that you, you, that you, you squatted in that house? And I didn't squat. No, what did, you, what did you do? How did it work? Um, I, my landlord, um, I, I told you I moved back into the house on January the 1st, 1984. I'd yeah. be, been away for eight years, and uh, my original landlord had died, and his son had become the landlord. Right. And there was some question about rent that he thought hadn't been paid for a few months, and... and uh, I, I, which wasn't correct, but it, it, it developed into a situation where, where I never paid him any rent at all. And and the rent wasn't expensive. It, it was only something like 25 quid, uh, 25 quid a, a month, I think no. it was, or something like was that. This the 1800s or something? £25 a month? Something like that. Incredible. Yeah. And that, 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 that's 1984. Yeah. And then it, it built up to a situation. I, I, I mean, the, the benefit people offered to pay him the rent, and he didn't uh, reply to them at all. And, wow. and, and it built up to a situation which links to the uh, worst night you've ever spent anywhere. <laughs> and Here we go. Th- and that was in uh, Wandsworth Prison, my first night in Wandsworth Prison. That, that was at the end of... August 1989. And this was for not paying the rent? No. Oh. This was for for supposedly selling some LSD to a couple of New Uh, World reporters. Oh. uh, Naughty. uh, Well, it wasn't naughty. I got got set up and uh, ended up with a a nine-month sentence. Really? For selling some tabs of LSD? Yeah. Flipping heck, man. That's, uh, That's bad news. Anyway, I, yeah. I, I, 
My first night in Wandsworth was horrible. They put me on the paedophile's wing for some reason, and I, I, I was quite frightened on that first night. But I was only in Wandsworth for a week, and then I was in Brixton for another week, and uh, ended up in High Point, which was okay in in Suffolk. But I I, I came out of prison on on. Uh, the second day of the 90s, my, my last day in prison was uh, January the 1st, 1990. I came out on the second. Yeah. And while I'd been in prison, my landlord had been trying to get me out of the property permanently. And I arrived back to find out he'd been in and out of the property whilst I'd been in prison, yeah. apparently. And uh, I get home, and, and the place is underwater. There's a hole that's developed in the roof, and I, I, I really wanted to go back to prison. Yeah, but, but, I bet. But, but uh, I, I, I phoned him up, and he sent builders round, and they put a new roof on the building. And then I asked him to pay for the damage that had been caused by by the water coming through the ceiling. And that was the last I heard from him. I, 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 I never heard from him again. And when I knew that I, I hadn't had any contact with him for 12 years, I, I, I claimed the property for myself and I, I, I was given the property. So. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? I told you he was a fascinating person, Kath, didn't I? Isn't that incre- an incredible... So, so he... I, I can understand why he'd like not not want to pay the repairs and there was money and stuff like that. But, but not to, claiming the rent. But just to disappear and then let you take. Did, he, did you ever speak to him ever again? Ever again? No, no. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. You've inspired a few thoughts in my mind tonight. Yeah. Uh, anyway, being with the Who there. Yeah. Uh, I think it's about time we started up a band called. Here we go. The Y, oh. <laughs> W H Y, and yes. uh, I, I, I think we'll get that band together on April the fourteenth. I've told you about this yeah. gig, gig we're having, so maybe that band will come together on Beautiful. that on that that evening so that's inspired by you and hey, beautiful uh, thank you man well i'm glad to have, to have helped and, in some and way did you um did you tune into that link i gave you rainbow george Can, into the mystic i haven't today george i'm gonna be honest today has been quite a stressful day for me for various reasons so no i haven't but tomorrow i am free all day and uh, when I wake up, I'll, I'll wake up about 11 o'clock midday tomorrow. I, I'm going to make it my first point of call is to, to go and have a listen to that. Maybe you'll give me a call off here and, and yes. uh, we oh, can talk on. about some exciting things. I, I, I think you're going to become... Hang on a minute. Are you, are you trying to get me to sell you LSD? Is he really an undercover newspaper person? No, I, oh, I, I, I think you're going to become known as Ian Glee. Nope. And uh, 
we're going to have a good time together. I'm, I, 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 I'm, you're spoiling I, me. No, I'm sure you're going to get involved in, in the wonder. Oh, I, I love you, mate. I lo- honestly, I've listened to you for years, and I love you, and I love your stories, and I love your association with Peter Cook. I'd never, I hadn't heard the full details of the, the, the house, the, the apartment thing before. And I, you know, so, um, you know, if I'm definitely free that, that date in April, I'm going to do my best to come down. Good. Do, do, do you know my Ian Dury connections at all? No, I don't. Go on. Don't you? No. Uh, Ian became a close friend. He, he moved to Hampstead. Can, let me interrupt for one second. LBC won't let this guy on their station. They do not know what they are missing. These rich stories. In the words of Pretty Woman, big mistake. Exactly. Can, go tell us about Ian Dury, please, George. Go on. Well, I say we, we we became quite close when he moved to Hampstead. I I, I met him at Peter Cook's house. Wow. Uh, Peter was having a party when they uh, released the Derek and Clive get the horn yeah. uh, tape, and Peter had a, a a party back at his house afterwards, and I, I, Ian was there, and. Yeah. Ronnie Wood was there, Keith Richard was there, uh, l- 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 lots of Clive Anderson, <laughs> l- well, l- lots of interesting yeah, people. Yeah. And uh, Keith and Ronnie and me were the last three people to, to leave that party, and Peter filmed us. They, they had a, a coach at the top of the mews, and... Uh, Peter, Peter filmed us go, going to their coach about six o'clock in the morning. I think it was or <laughs> something like that. And Ian uh, recorded a, a poem that I scribed called called Rainbow Land. That, yeah. that, that, that's on YouTube uh, yeah. as well. Wow. Ian Dury, Rainbow Land, and I sampled his voice on that on. Something else that is really nice on YouTube is uh, a, a, a song that I'd love you to play. It's it, it's uh, it's called Scoring Goals. Yeah, George, can I ask, because uh, um, we share a common, like, I know you've not spoken to him for a while, but a common friend in Clive Ball. And Clive told me that he came round to your place once. The and day there... before I went to prison. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. And there were piles of cassettes everywhere, because you used to record everything. Not everything, but a lot. Certainly the first couple of years, because I I was looking, I think I mentioned it yesterday, I was looking to put together seven one-hour tapes. So I I was recording conversations in my living room that I wanted to use on those tapes, as well as calls I was making to radio stations and what have Have you. Have you still got those tapes? Of course I have. I've got 33 years of tapes. Right. This is... I've I've had an idea. You and me need to do a... It's up to you, of course, obviously. We should do a podcast where we go through some of those tapes... And dig out bits, and you kind of... I interview you, or you don't even need me to interview you, but I'll record it, and you chat about what is on that bit of tape, and then we play a bit of that tape. I think it would go viral. I think it might do. We put it out as a podcast on iTunes. I can do all that. I'd love to do that. There's a book coming out about me in the summer. It's called Making a Profit, uh, P-R-O-P-H-E-T. And it tells the story of how I made my late friend 
Ronnie Carroll. Did you, do, do you know the name? I, no, I do know the name Ronnie Carroll, but I can't think who that is. Ronnie Carroll was a, an Irish pruner. Right. And he represented the UK in two Eurovision right, yeah, song contests. There we go, of course. In, in 62 and 63. Yep. He came forth both times. I used to say Ronnie was a very forthcoming sort of there we guy. Go. There we go. And uh, <laughs> in, uh, he was on his way out of this world, uh, uh, coming up to the 2016 general election. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I asked him if he, he would be a, a candidate in, in Hampstead and Kilburn, and he was up for it. He, he, he'd, he'd been involved with me for about 20 years and had stood in various elections and by-elections. And uh, he, he died a couple of weeks before the, the election, but he was still on the... The ballot paper. <laughs> How many votes did he get? He got 113 <laughs> votes, oh, even, even though he was dead. And then when, when the election came up in 2018, I, I, I stood uh, uh, in the election on the same platform that I'd given Ronnie to stand on, uh, and I got about... I can't even remember, but it was it, I didn't get 100 votes... Uh, so Ronnie got more votes dead than I, 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 I got alive. George, right. I have written down in my diary, call George tomorrow, right? Um, I seriously think that you you and I, maybe, Kath, if you want to be involved, we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast with, with those tapes, all that stuff you've got. We can go through. I can, I can do, we can do the technical stuff. We can record it and digitise some of the tape. Not all of it. It's 33 bloody years of it. We can upload it to iTunes. We can put it out as a podcast. That would be so lovely. We're going to do it, man. We're going to do it, definitely. George, listen, I'm going to move on. I'll give you a call tomorrow, OK? Lovely. I look thank forward you, to hearing from you. Take care. Cheers, Bye-bye. Catherine. Hey, there we go. thank well, you, George. LBC won't allow him on, right? And already, in that 15 minutes, he's given us better stories than we've had on this show in the last two or three months. Maybe that's a slight exaggeration. But he's got 33 years' worth of tapes. There'll be more Peter Cook stuff. There'll be, there'll be kind of boring stuff. There'll be interesting stuff. There'll be weird stuff. We digitise it. We get him to top and tail it. He's got a podcast every fortnight. Incredible. So you go and sit with him for a few hours and record it, and we, we put a podcast out every fortnight, the Rainbow George tapes or whatever. This is, this is something in this. Oh, there's something in this. Um, that'll be good, wouldn't it? You up for that? Yeah, of course I am. All right, fine. He's in North London. We'll do that. Right. Onwards and upwards, dear listener. Oh, hang on. We're, um, there we go. I think the Who might be coming back. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. (laughs) 
Hang on, I've done something with the iTunes. Um, I've made the iTunes go small. Hang on. There we go. That's it. We got... Okay, well we're we're gonna we're gonna back away, we're gonna back away from that, and um, gonna back away from that, and we are going to have another root beer. Nope. Oh, boys. Gonna there we go. There's one root beer for you, Catherine. Oh, delish. And I'm gonna have um, a tab. Oh, tab clear. Nice, nice drinks. Uh, if you're listening, showbiz uh, people, if you're listening for what... Ha- I'm gonna, you'll get it. You'll get what happened today, the inside goss, I promise. But tonight, uh, famous conveyor belts, um, B-sides that are better than A-sides, crap... Fi- there, ah, here we go. Catherine, um, I, I've known Catherine for too long. And um, she said something to, to me today that made me stop in my tracks and think, oh, what? That's weird. <laughs> And I went, what? And she told me again. I said, and I wrote it down surreptitiously. I wrote it I down. I know exactly what you've written down. Well, go on. My remembering place. Yeah. Now, Kath has got a remembering place. Is this, first of all, is this a euphemism for your foo-foo? No. Okay. I won't find anything in there. No, you, I, I think it would be... Um, uh, all right, best, moving on. Best forgotten. Um, gone, <laughs> gone, but not forgotten. Um, Private is what it is, Private. No, my remembering Kath place Kath has is... got a remembering place. You know, for those moments where you go, where did I put that yes. thing that I'm going to need? Not yep. now. Yep. Like, for example, in this case, I'm talking about... Because he always nicks my pens, and I do have a pencil case. Um, and it ends up being emptied over a course of time. Yeah. And I like a specific kind of pen. Yeah. And so does Ian. Yeah, Mine, yeah, the Muji, my pens. The, these, these, I've got to say, and um, these Muji pens are... Really, really good pens. They're excellent. I buy them in packs of like ten or twelve. Because I nick them. Because they never stay in my pencil case. No. Anyway, so I've got, a, I've got. A do fresh you prefer, set. um, do you prefer pencils or pencil sharpeners? Pencils. Really? Yeah. You oh, can I use like, a knife. I like, um, ooh, I like pencil sharpeners because they look like a vagina. No. So I've got this fresh batch of pens. And I'm not going to need them for a good month or so, but I will need them. And yeah. by the time I get to them, I won't be, remember where they are. Ah, but yes, I will, because they're in the, my remembering place. And the remembering place is on top of the bread bin. Is that a euphemism for your food? <laughs> bread bin? The bread bin. Hell no. Well, because my bread bin is uh, got crumbs. <laughs> you need to sweep yours out. Stale pan au chocolat. That's like you need to clear out, mate. Anyway, so where's your remembering place? Call me now. God, there we go. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Good evening, good And people, people thought we were running out of ideas, and this show was going off the boil. Welcome, guys. Good very evening. Much on the boil today. We're, we're very, um, we're, we're, but the thing is, we're watching the pot. Um, uh, good evening, Pippa. Good evening, lovely. Good evening. Oh, is she talking How to me you? or you? You. Yeah, that's correct. I, know, I knew that. I just didn't want to sound big-headed. But you're right. I am lovely. And Catherine is a sourpuss. No, I think in the interest of equality, you should be love and darling and I could be Catherine. Oh, God. Listen to um, you being all lesbian. Oh, I didn't mean to start a row. Well, you've, start, you've started a row, uh, Pippa. You've, you've started... Um, <laughs> we the, can do it. The feminazis. <laughs> oh, feminazis. Imagine. Imagine. Stop imagining and talk. OK, Pippa, what have you got for us, my sweetheart? Really lovely. I rang you before Christmas about your dad and Auntie Hazel. Oh, 
Oh, yeah, my dad kept at yours sometimes. Hello. I just felt after your few, the last few days, yeah. and in particular your pretty crap day today, I just kind mm. of feel I needed to say something to you, really. Oh, am I going to get told off? Is, is the no, spirit of my dad possessing you to give me a rollicking? No, not at all. Quite the opposite. Oh. I can't really claim to have known your dad very well, but I did oh. know your auntie Hazel extremely yeah, well. Lovely auntie. And I just wanted to say to you today, if she was here, no. she would say to oh, you, hold gonna, your head up you're high. Make me cry. Go on. Never apologise for who you are, yeah. and don't let the bastards get you down, mate. Yeah, yeah. That's what she'd be saying to you today. Oh, you're going to set me off. Yeah, you're no, right. Well, I think you need to hear that today. I oh. thought maybe that would help you out a little bit today. Thank you, mate. I, 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 can I just say, right, I, I'm fine. Right, to everyone, I'm fine. And, to, and today was, I consider it to be a victory. I'm fine. But, but, but I'm not saying this to you, Pip. I'm saying because a lot of people have said, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. But I really, that, that's a really lovely thing, a very kind thing to phone up and do, Pip. And I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're very welcome. Nice to speak to you. All right, lovely. Thank okay, you. Ta-ta. Bye. There we go. You said, oh, oh. My Auntie Hazel, right? I've said this before. I may have told this story before. But we didn't see my dad's side of the family from when I was 15 because that's when he left. And me and, well, I made this decision that I wasn't going to see that side of the family. Terrible decision because um, I had uh, two uncles and two aunts and my nan and granddad. Never saw my nan and granddad again. Never saw them again. Imagine that. Jeez, it was a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. To, loads of cousins. Um, and so I didn't see them until my dad was dying like five years ago. And I saw Auntie Hazel. Auntie Hazel was coming to visit my dad. And me and my sister like, oh, this is going to be weird. And it wasn't. It was lovely. And uh, it's like, all right, fine. We're going we're gonna to start seeing the aunts and uncles again. This is wicked. And then I don't remember how quick it was, but it was like a couple of, a few weeks after my dad died, got a phone call saying Hazel had leukaemia, right? So I went and saw her in the hospital. And we had to sit on other sides of the room because, she, you know, you, you, she was on loads of, I don't know, chemo or whatever it was. But she was really sensitive to infections. And I sat and chatted with her for an hour, and it was great. And then she died. And then she died. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. And then, you know, because... Anyway, I've not kept in touch with that side of the family again, and that's something I need to, to pick up, and I will pick up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to um, Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Good evening, Kath. Let's go through... Uh, Kath's not talking to you. I am the boss. No. Uh, Kat, uh, here, let's go through these topics, Alan. Let's see what you've got. I've got a question first before you go through the topics. How much is the Who T-shirt? Oh, the Who T-shirts. Um, uh, let me... Hang on a minute. Let me just go and have a... Um, the merch stand. Um, hang on a second. Um, uh, let me just... Ha- let me just... Double um, double XL. Hang on a second. Double um, um, XL. Hang on a second. It's quite some distance away... Um, um, uh, hang on, same price. Hang on. Um, oh, here we go. Let's go and let's go. And, let's go. And, excuse me, sir. The the who the t-shirts for the who? Can you um tell me? Um, can you name fa- a famous conveyor belt, please? Well, 
Where's that conveyor belt on Don't Forget Your Toothbrush with Chris Evans? Oh, wait, what was. Was, what was the What was the conveyor belt? I, I don't really remember that programme very well. What was on the conveyor belt? Where was it? What was going no, on? He used to walk on it. The diddles. Oh, yeah, all right. I'm not going to write this down. So we've got that. There was also the conveyor belts, uh, the walking me, um, on that Go Now video. You know the four dudes where they're doing the, what are they called? Go Team. Go Team. Go Team. The Go Team. The Go Team. The Go Team. Uh, the, the Go Team video. There's, yes. a, there's conveyor belts there. Well, they're more like treadmills, aren't they? Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's conveyor belt technology. It's conveyor belt technology. And they made that into a Big Brother task. What? D- don't forget your toothbrush. No, that Go Team video. They made that a Big Brother task in Big Brother Ten. Uh, well, name a crap film that you really love. Superman Four, but Christopher P. Oh, shut up! You know where that was filmed? But New York. Shut up, man! You know where that was filmed? Milton Keynes. Milton City Keynes. Dreams. Yeah. Filmed in Milton Keynes. I didn't know that. Yeah, when you, you claim it was a film that you like. Which other iconic? I'd say movie, but it's not really a movie. It's more of a musical moment was filmed in Milton Keynes. Oh, that was Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. No. Nope. Yes, it was. No. Nope. Yes, it was. No. Nope. Yes, it was. No. Nope. It was. Nope. It may not be the one you're thinking, but it was Taylor Swift, uh, um, Shake It Off. Cats, what do you what reckon? What you thinking, Kath? I like small speakers. Could you not the sound? Boom. Yep. He was skating through Milton Keynes, he, Centre MK. He copied Taylor Swift. And you're not allowed to skate in Milton Keynes um, now because of all the um, spice use. Um. Hmm? Uh, OK. Uh, where's the worst place you've had a sleep? Worst place I've had a sleep was... At the Glee Club after the third oh. comedian. Oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. This was his birthday. Hang on. This oh. was the other week. Had you had too much pop or were you just very tired? I was so hard to... I fell asleep, George, and security had to wake me up. You were so... And the thing is, we know from experience, because we've all slept with Alan in one way or another, he's a snorer. <laughs> he and he talks in his sleep. is a snorer. So hang on a minute. You fell at you fell at your mum and dad bought you tickets to uh, sorry your mum and dad bought you a ticket to the and glee and a curry the, to go to the glee club they wanted that all night and you got you fell asleep you were so hyped up you fell asleep yeah and what so what did what did you get chucked out no they just woke you up yeah Choice. <laughs> twice <laughs> <laughs> he nestled back down after the twice. first time Twice! Wow. Oh, mate, those comedians must have left feeling so happy about themselves. Well, this way, the last one, I, did, I was worried about getting home. I didn't think I'd see the last one. Great story, Alan. Nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you. Ta-ta. Uh, this is the, um... Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. I think the Who are coming to the end of their set now, guys. Um, let's listen to a bit of this. The Who live at Madison Square Garden singing. Uh, uh, right generation. Don't you all take 
Neil, Roger. Swear he rants. Yeah. Live from Madison Square Garden, the Who. Uh, just about to finish their set now. Here we go. Listen to it, let's listen to it. Great job, Australian. We've left the we've left Madison Square Garden. That'll do, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we that was the very very. Um, is it funny how um, it can it can just change? It, the vibe can just change. Um, anyway, we've left uh, Madison Square Garden now. And, um, uh, we're just wandering around. Um, just wandering around in New York. Let's crack on with these phone calls. Good evening, Sally. Hello. Hello, Sally. Hello. Hello. Yeah. I, I can't waft my perfumes through the studio. There we go. That's it. T- take, a, take a little strut around the studio, girl. Go on. Okay. Sorry? There we go. Come on. What? <laughs> if, uh, if, you're po- if you're ironic, you can say anything. I could be racist now and then go, oh, I'm being ironic. Not today. Oh? No. Okay. No, I don't want, I want all the journos are listening. <laughs> no, right. Good evening, Sally. What have you got for us tonight? Well, it's been so long since I rang, I thought I'd yeah. break my duck again on subjects yes. and get myself in the rhythm again. Here we go. This in. is the rhythm of the night. <laughs> OK. Have you ever okay. seen a ghost? Um, if you've got to think about it, if you've got to think about it, then the answer's no. Apparently I did when I was a child, but uh, no, 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 no. When, what have you broken? This is my favourite one, and this is the one I really want to take off. What have you, oh, what have you, what have you broken in okay, someone else's I, house? Okay, I gave this one a lot of thought. Yes. And the only thing that I could think of was something... Um, well, I broke a bed. I broke, I broke a bed. <laughs> <laughs> Kath, you deal with this one. It's women's issues. You deal with it. Sally. Yeah. Were you bouncing on it by yourself? Oh, no. Or with a friend? Someone else. I was with a friend. friend. They were just like jumping up and down on it. If any kids are just jumping up and down it like a trampoline. Yeah. Yeah. Fun thing to do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Um, Worst place. At what point? I mean, no, hang on. How long were you bouncing before it went? Oh, come on. I mean, it was. 
it was, you know, it was getting to the end, so it was a bit frustrating. Well, the next question is the worst place you've had a kit, but I bet it's on a three-legged bed. (laughs) 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 No, uh, worst place I've kipped. Um, During an endoscopy, I fell asleep. That's the camera up the bum? No, it's the camera down the throat, and they were removing stones from my bile duct. So, yeah. Very soothing, I hear. (laughs) Why do we? Why do we? Why do we call it a kip? There's a question for you. There is a question. It's a good question. Why do we call it a kip? A kip. Mm, uh, a kipling. Know. Kip. Rudyard Kipling. Could it be something to do with Rudyard Kipling? No. It probably goes back further than that. A kip. I, I bet it is something to do with the. Like the military Raj. Raj type thing. A lot of these things are to do with with military slang. Of course, we all know what Sweet F.A. stands for. Mm. Yeah. Sweet Fanny Adams. Yeah. yeah. Everyone They're thinks my it initials, stands... too. Well, everyone thinks it stands for Sweet F. All. They're my youngest daughter's initials, too. Really? Yeah. Mm. And you know, but you know the story of Fanny Adams? I think I've told you this before. Yes. She was a, uh, uh, like an eight-year-old girl that was brutally murdered in the 1800s and was chopped up. And yeah. so, the, so merchant seamen, come on, come on, guys, yeah. would if they got really crap... Um, meals and they it was like horrible meat indis- nondescript meat and they would mm. call it sweet F.A. sweet Fanny Adams yeah. oh. okay oh B-side sorry is it hello yes go on yeah go on yeah. okay okay um, in 1995 yes Green Day released a song called Brain Stew oh yes yeah but this other side was a song called No Pride, except for the release in Germany, which was... Here we go. Good riddance, time of your life. That was... But, well, hang on a minute. But that was an A-side in at some places. In in 1998, it was an A-side. Oh. But in 1995, oh. it was a B-side. Three, it was only in Germany. I don't, I don't know if I can allow that, because I'm going to... I gonna, need to say well, that. No, because it was an A-side, ultimately. But it started off as a B-side, and you, it was so good, it went to an A-side. I tell you, a great B-side, right. right. I don't know what the A-side was. I don't even know what the A-side was. I'm going to say a band, and you're going to go, what? I'm going to tell you. Okay. B-side, and it's different to the album version, because the B-side is is slathered in strings, right? And the album version ain't got the strings on, and I, I've not been able to find it since, right? Yeah. Travis. Travis did an right. amazing B-side called... Um, more than us, I think, and the the B side version. Yes, I. Yeah, you played it. I might have done that. I might you have did. done that. I'm I'm an educator. You did. You did play. I remember listening to it. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, just um, hello, nice to speak to you again, and thanks for calling. Bye. Sati, bye. Let's go to Cleo. Good evening, Cleo. Good evening, ladies and germs. Okay. That's the first time I've run you in ages. I, I know. Um, every, everyone's coming out of the woodwork. Everyone wants a piece of, of Lee after lead, while he's clinging to the e- edges of his um, frail mental state. Everyone wants it. What you got we'll for us, man? I'll call you back. But, um, huh? Right, I'll, I forgot it's clear. He talks for bloody ages. You've, only got, you've got two minutes. I've got sleep up in here, so I'm going to go into where I've walked up in strange places. Yeah, go on. Uh, no, that wasn't it. Been... No, 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 that wasn't it. No, no, no. Where, where's Kath? Who's doing? Where have you woken up in strange places? I think that might be on uh, London's biggest seaward. Yeah, no, we're doing. Um, the closest I've got to that is worst place to have a kip. Well, 
Oh, well, well, it's the same thing. I've oh, well, it's not, the, it's not the same thing. Well, well go on, let's... We'll, let, we'll, we'll judge if it's, a, if it's a bad place. Biffa bin, behind the back of a nightclub. Yeah, that'll do. It's a bad place. I like a biffa bin. Yeah. What, yeah, what happened, um, mate? The cleaning cupboard of the Tuxedo Princess, what? which is a horrendous... Is it still going? Um... The yeah, uh, yeah. The is it still Island, yeah? Shut up, shut up. Is it still going? There's lots. Right, in that case, they're excellent. They're excellent places, and I thoroughly recommend everyone goes. Carry on. Just saving I want you, you a, to choose. Just saving you a lawsuit. I want. I want oh God! Are the buildings going? No, 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 no. Is he drunk? What right. is going on with I would, his I would like you to choose the huh? worst. Huh? Sorry. Because there's been lots of bads. Okay. I'd like, like one of you guys to choose the worst. OK, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll let Kathy uh, do that, because I haven't got a clue what's going on. So, Biffa Bin. Yep. Recapping here. Yep. Traffic Island in Camden. Yep. Fell asleep there, looked cosy. Yeah. Um, the zebra crossings outside of a nightclub in Newcastle. Zebra crossings are a road? Yes. Zebra crossings? It's very dangerous. I'm a dick. I've got sleep apnea, and I used to drink a lot. Yeah. And the cleaning cupboard of... Uh, the tuxedo uh, Boris, Boris Becker style. Catherine, which yes. of those is the worst place to have a kip? So I'm... I'm, I'm Road. No, I'll leave the floor yep. to you guys. OK, thanks very much indeed. What's wrong with Cleo? Is he, um... Is he dead? Is he calling us from the other... Is he calling us from the spirit world? Maybe when he slept in the road he got... Yeah. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I had to leave you and go away, but I think about you every day. In the morning and in the afternoon I wish that I could see you soon And when I held you I felt so fine It was like there was nothing left on my mind It was like Rockaway Beach in the month of June I wish that I could see you soon I had no plans to meet you, baby I had a million things to do, baby But you hit my heart for the harpoon I wish that I could see you soon. The angels go. How long till you can see her? And I'm like, the sooner the better. Do you really think she will wait for you? Well, I have no way to say, and there's nothing I can do. Well, I have no, no way, way to say, say, and there's nothing, nothing I can do. do. Go. Across the sea, I wonder if you're gonna wait for me or if you're gonna find a new boy to spoon. I wish that I could see you soon, and if you wait a little, my pretty friend, until I come back to hold your hand, we'll be like bugs when they break through a cocoon. You know, I wish that I could see you soon. It's been a while since I felt like this, and now I found someone I really miss. Under the sun, under the moon, I wish that I could see you soon, angels. How long till you can see her? And I'm like, the sooner the better. Do you really think she will wait for you? And I'm like, 
song, I forgot about this, Herman June. And Charles again. How long till you can see her? And I'm like, well, the sooner the better. Do you really think she will wait for you? And I'm like, there's no way to say, and there's nothing I can do. Well, there is no way to say, and there's nothing I can do. Well, there is no way to say, and there's nothing I can do. No way to say. I forgot about that. That's some song, man. That's Herman Dune. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Showbiz journalists and um, uh, people who want to know what happened today. I'll let you know later. I promise that's going to come. In the meantime, this is the late night alternative uh, on Talk Radio um, with me, Ian Lee. Here, she, here she comes. She. Cr- <laughs> She she karate kicked her way into the door, and those Hands doors full, isn't it? Those doors are heavy, but mm-hmm. they swing back quickly, right? <laughs> um, I, I was I was reminded when um, I picked up my six year old from school a couple of a couple of months ago, maybe before Christmas. No, it wasn't before Christmas because I was away. It was earlier this year. I was reminded of one of my favourite games I've not played for years, and my boy was playing it. The thing of when someone goes through a door in front of you and it swings shut, trying to get through it without touching it. Yes. Do you play that? I play that every day after every... you because you never hold it open. No, for me. I don't because because uh, um, I'm a feminazi. Um, but my boy did it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm up for some of this." And it's um, oh, it's it's the most exciting, most dangerous. Don't play with that door; it's heavy. That yeah. hurts. Well, that door, if you open it quickly, it swings back quickly. There's something wrong with the um, the. It... Imagine being the person that invented the hinge. Imagine being that guy. I'm assuming it's a guy. Sorry, girls. Maybe it was a lady. And going, oh, I've I've invented um, I've invented a hinge. I've invented something for doors. I've invented something. I don't know what it's for. It flaps open and shut. It flaps open, and then you can either have it sprung loaded so it flaps shut, or you can leave it and it stays stick there. Now do a woman's voice. Do you remember hinge and bracket? Yes, I do. I used to love them, but I don't remember. They were two posh old ladies, but they were One men. One played the piano. And they lived in, like, a nursing home or something? No, I just remember the piano. But what were they? Was it a sitcom? They were like um, Fry and Laurie, but with wigs on. Yeah, but that's a weird... I remember watching it when I was, like, ten and thinking it was funny. That's a weird thing. What did they... Hang on a second. Let's... Let's, let's go to the Weren't they kind of Noel Cowardish, their, their songs? Oh, they were like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's another one, dear. Oh, I, I took it up the wrong one. I don't think they said... They might have. Uh, it would have gone over our heads in, in our tender youth, wouldn't it? Dear Ladies was the sitcom. Here we go. Dear Ladies. Here we go. Here we go. Let's have the th- see if we get the theme tune. Here we go. This is... Uh, here we go. This is Hinge and Bracket. All right. I want the theme tune for this. Starring Dame Hildebracket and Dr. Evadne Hinge. Evadne. By Patrick Fife and George Logan, so that must be them. I always like the blonde one. 
We get the idea. Let's hear them talking now. This is, uh, by the way, the rest of the show is. Uh, Trevi, approximating container for Petty Beer. Trevi, 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 Trevi Fountain. Yes. Oh, container for Petty Beer. Uh, container for Petty Beer. Biscuit tin. Yes. Oh, yeah. Biscuit like tin and a fountain. When is a biscuit tin like a fountain? <laughs> when it's a square tin. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. What? What? Uh, what? When is a biscuit tin like a fountain? When it's a square tin? What just? Oh, squirting. Squirting. I got it. Okay. I got it. <laughs> Coffee must be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Maud, so good to us, you know. I don't know what we'd do without her. Come along, you know, as well as I do, dear. That woman is incompetent. Oh, she's got over there. <laughs> I'm really tempted to, to play out just the audio from <laughs> Dear Lady starring Hinge and Brackett. I shot there's there was one more thing there was one more thing here. Hinge and Brackett on the nineteen eighty nine Royal Variety performance. Oh Queen loved him a bit. Yeah, I bet she did. Hinge and Brackett, nineteen eighty nine, Royal Variety performance. The kid this is something for the teenagers. Here we go. Nice to be recognised immediately. Isn't it? <laughs> of course you may not have seen us for quite some time, so one or two of you might be wondering who we are. That's right, there. You know, I can imagine the Queen Mother now sitting at home, bless her, watching this and yeah. seeing me and saying, By Jove, hasn't Evelyn Lay worn well? Yeah. <laughs> and I can imagine Evelyn Lee sitting at home watching this thinking, doesn't the Queen Mother look different without a hat? What this what that is what that is, that is posh comedy. <sighs> that is posh comedy. It's what I'd call smile humour. Mm. Um mm. Are they dead or have we just killed them with the curse of the show, which killed hey, Roger Jeff Bannister? Jeff. Who else did we kill this week? We killed, oh, we got, we killed the wind-up radio man. We did Trevor Bayliss, didn't yeah. we? We killed Roger Bannister and Trevor Bayliss. The show is cursed, by the way, guys. Hinge and back it. I mean, if they're not, then obviously it's not looking good for them now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. They've got to be dead. They've got to be dead. They were. They were dead and they're not now? Fife, 2002. Yeah. Uh, Logan is... Oh. Ooh. Oh. Are you telling us that um, either Hinge or Bracket... Oh, no. S- sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Um, I hate to break it to you. Hinge and Bracket will not be appearing on this show. Um, oh, that's a shame. It's a shame. I, I do remember loving that as a kid, and I, 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 something quite on, strangely, um, quite sexy. The blonde one, the the, the dark haired one, remind me of Maureen Lipman. Well, hmm. she may still be alive. He, Patrick Fife, yeah. died. Right. Doctor Evadne sang to be uh, at the funeral 95 years old Dr Vanny was worried she wouldn't be able to do the song justice right okay well, I think you're you're buying into the fiction of the universe of Hinge and Bracket 95 yeah. in 2015 yeah. 97 now yeah right well hang on it, 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 Bracket was 95 what about the gentleman that played him <laughs> I suspect they, I suspect <laughs> I suspect they were significantly younger than the ages of the two old women 
that they played. I would, I would, I would <sighs> shave off twenty-five years. Well, one's definitely dead. Okay. Uh, let's stop stop reminding their family. Their family <laughs> might be listening for a little bit of light entertainment, and you just keep going. Yeah, they're dead. Uh, dead. Dead. That one's dead. Um, <laughs> people said we'd run out of steam. That this show would run out of ideas. Come on, guys. The Hinge and Bracket revival starts here. I think one might still be alive. Hey, um, let's get them on. Oh, is this going to be one of those things I regret the next day? <laughs> Let, let's talk about it tomorrow. Um, 344 is the phone number. Good evening, Sarah. Hi, Ian. Hi, Cara. Hello. Hello. Are you all right, Ian? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. I'm excited because oh, I've forgotten so all sorry. about Hinge and Bracket. She said that with a sympathetic head, Bob. Yeah. Are you all right, Ian? I'm, I'm on top Aww. of the world. I'm going to hingeandbracketofficial.co.uk to get the O. I've never heard of them. Yeah, well, you, you kids... Logan's don't... still alive. Well, I'm 32. I should have heard of them, surely. Well, I don't... Uh, hinge... And, oh, there's only one, two. Was it a man and a woman? Because it sounded like two women. Yeah, right. Well, uh, They were both excellent female impersonators, and I have had a tweet from Gary, who should mm. know, because he says, I published Dame Evadne Hinge's autobiography, The Naked Doctor. And I can tell you that oh. George Logan is still alive as Dr Hinge. So, oh, he was a doctor. So can we get... I, I don't want... Who's, who, who, who plays Dr Hinge? George Logan. I don't, want, I don't want George Logan on the show. I want Dr Hinge on the show. Well, I wonder. I wonder if we can get Dr Hinge on the show. She'll be in a hmm. home for retired artists. Yeah, I want Dr Hinge on this show. That's well, what I hope want. you get them, because they sound awfully one nice. Of them's dead. One. Yeah, well, I'm going to get one of them at best. Awesome. Uh, but I'm sure Ian can fill in as the other. With his excellent voice. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. <laughs> oh, anyway, dear. Sarah, what you got for us? No, I just, I had to ring in to unbind, because my mum and dad have been over. Oh, which is fine, but they made me watch this awful TV program about couples who. Oh, been... don't stop! T- because we loved it. Stop! 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 Right, for those who don't know, it's called. Um, I want to have it off year... with someone else. No, the seven years. <laughs> which seven year switch? So it's, it's it's couples that um, are, have oh, obviously don't. fallen out of love with each other. One one of the men is probably gay. We won't say who for legal reasons. I think uh, a few of them are. And so they then go off to Thailand and they go and live oh. with. They swap wives, but it's not like a sexual thing, but I bet there's a little bit of rumpy-pumpy going I on. I bet there is. And it was awful, because there was this one guy, and he was so manipulative. And honest to God, I've never sworn so much at a TV or in my house, ever. Well, this is the terrible thing, because it actually, it's out of a sad thing for all of the couples, right? But Ian and I were sitting there going, well, I mean, they should just finish. I mean, they're, they've already broken up. Yeah. What's the point well, in the this? one where the fella had moved out was living with his mum and the woman was looking after the two kids. Yeah. And just before they're about to get married, he said, oh, I don't think I love you. Um, guys, yeah. that one's and, done. And they only had, like, one bed in the houses that they moved into, the other couple. Yeah. And he was the one... He, he was a cheeky git. He was the one saying, oh, I'm worried that, about her being in the bed with another man. They weren't married. And he said he wasn't sure if he loved her. So what if she was? If you're not the one, then I'm why so does angry. my heart be You're right. Light? He's a cheeky git and he's doing the thing that some people do, which is trying to keep their options open. Oh, he was just manipulative. He was a bully. He was a bully. And I, it, I've never... Watched a program, it's made me feel that angry. But that program is not going to make anyone look good, is it? No, it wouldn't make any couple look good at all. And I felt sorry for all of them because they all had little kids. Yeah, I know. And it's the kids. If they split up, the kids will see that in the future and go, What oh, God. on earth were you doing? 
It's just wrong. It's wrong. But my mum wanted to watch it. So. Terrible. But we will be catching up tomorrow, won't we, Ian? With a bit more. <sighs> yes! We're going to watch it tomorrow. That's what's going to oh, happen. I no, you couldn't watch it all, could you? No, no, no mate, because oh. we, we, you... It really, you shouldn't have been able to watch it all either, because we started at ten o'clock. I know, I'm sorry. I apologise. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm normally very on the ball with this. I know, but you've, you've, you've dropped the ball. <laughs> the ball has been dropped. Okay. Anyway, how are your mum and dad? They were they're they're swing. Did it give them some ideas that they leave early? (laughs) um, And and your mum was googling dogging sites. (laughs) So No, my mum and dad are brilliant. I love them to bits. I'm very lucky. Imagine going dog. Imagine like I know what. I love you so much, right? We're going to park in a car park and we're going to wind down the window and turn the hazards on, and you're going to get your boobs out. when does that become sexy? Imagine they're like dirty old men are going to put their winkies in the cars, mm. and um, I'd, I'd wind the windows up quick. <laughs> 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 it depends how big the winky was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Midnight Couldn't do with the old-fashioned cars, could you? <laughs> anyway, such fun. I remember Someone will be doing first... that tonight, even though it's freezing. Here we go. Here's something. And, I, and only people over 40 can call in with this, right? Oh. No, I tell you, well, maybe, you, how old are you? You're 33. I'm 32. Oh, 32. All right, I don't think it'll work for you, right? Okay. The first time you used an electric window. I remember. Yes. I remember it. I remember it. It was in the back of my headmaster's car. I was probably 11... Maybe ten. Why were you in the back of your head last Well, if, if you listen, I, I will tell you. Okay, so he was go. driving me as the captain. It would have been eleven because it was the second time. He was driving me as the captain of the road safety team to Slough Ooh. Town Hall, where wow. we were about to get thrashed um, by another <laughs> school. But we came second, right? And um, we sat, I sat in his car. Um, I think it was. He must have had his secretary, Mrs. Savage, who was really, um, really saucy. And I sat there, and I, 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 yeah. I looked round, and there was like a, a, a switch. There was nothing for the. There's a switch. And I looked at this, and I thought, "Whoa, this is this is electric windows." I'm in a future car. I mean, I am in. I've never seen, never even seen one. I yeah. am in a future car. And I'm looking at it. It's like um, Ardlow Hanlon in Father Ted with that red button that says "Do not press" when he's on the airplane. <laughs> and I'm looking at it. I'm well, thinking. Comes out of sight. That's the funny stuff. And I'm thinking, I'm. <laughs> and so I, 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 I flicked it down, and it went, and the window came down a bit, and I shit myself, and um, <laughs> and I panicked, and I thought, oh god, I've oh got, and there was like a tiny little crack of window open, and I didn't know what to do, and so I just sat there, and and then we we got out. So uh, the first time you ever used a uh, an electric window in a car, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, call me now. It's a good, that's a good phone in. You, you've you've grown up with. Here we go. Here we. This is how old I am. My mum's first car, a Mini, mm. right, a Mini, right, that mm. she had, it didn't have electric windows. It didn't have wind-down windows. It had windows, it you, have windows. It had windows you slid across. It had a little <laughs> clip. You had to unclip it and slide it across. My dad had a oh Datsun, right? Yeah. And it had little windows Datsun at cherry. the back. I don't think it was a cherry. It got ruined by my sister because he let us play in the car and she went underneath the dashboard and you, all the wires were there. She pulled all the wires were. out. Of course oh they were. God. But in the back, it was kind of a sort of sporty type. It was a long, thin car, the Datsun. Yeah. 
and the back windows were kind of almost triangular, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. But it didn't slide across. It, to... it didn't wind down. It was on a kind of... Pivot. Yeah, he sort of popped out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to pivot out. <laughs> I remember the first convertible I ever went in. What's that? That was my brother's Saab 95. No, no, what's a convertible? Convertibles are top-down. Blimey, listen to her. Listen to... Um, listen... They're not as cool as you think, are they? Because your hair ends up a right old tangled listen, mess. Listen to Angela Lansbury. and uh, Not Angela Lansbury. Who's the old woman in the wheelchair? Married loads of times. Richard Burton. Liz, listen Liz to, Taylor. Listen to Liz Taylor telling us her stories of um, Santa Monica Boulevard. Listen to her. <laughs> listen to her. She's... This was in Kent, not Santa Monica. Ooh, <laughs> this listen, is in Kent now. Listen to her with her uh, pearls. <laughs> Wearing pearls and um, drinking champagne. <laughs> um, have we done the quarter past ads? Right, we got. We wait for the ads. Bye. <laughs> Let me do that now. Go. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On talk radio. Hang on a second. Have we got Dr. Evadne Hinge coming on the show? I've got, I've got her email address. Wow. So. That's incredible. Right, fine. Let's get Dr. Evadne Hinge on the show. I wonder if I drop Gary's name, whether that would be helpful. Oh, Gary just sounds like a star effer. So? Well. What's wrong with that? Some, some people don't like to be reminded. <laughs> Don't worry, I, I know, I'm really sorry, showbiz journalists and 15-year-olds that um, write for the Huffington Post, I'm going to give you the story, like, I promise, I promise you'll get the story about what happened today. But I've just got to do a bit of show. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number, if you'd like to give us a call. Oh, oh, I nearly did it. Oh, do you know where that voice was going? Give us your bloody money. Oh, three, four, four. I was, oh, I was. Re- I shouldn't have stopped it. I was. It was going towards Bob Geldof. No. May not sound. No, didn't sound like it. But I could feel the shape of Geldof's mouth in mine. Ooh. Oh no! Oh, uh, I don't. Be- I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I. Do- I. Do- I'm Victor Melder. I. I. I actually don't believe it. I. Don't- I've never seen that program, and I'm still doing a spot-on impersonation. I was going to say you can tell. I don't. Be- I don't blood. I. I don't... No. Is that dump working? No, don't. OK. No? No more sweary rants. No, 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 no. I, I don't... Did we get that? OK. <laughs> Apologies, Periscopers. That was inappropriate. That was inappropriate humour. It was... It was um, Foul-mouthed humour, but um, I wonder. I, 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 I was uh, at a party the other day, and I wondered what it. Uh, and uh, I could see a joint being passed around, and I wondered what it would be. By like. the way, the mirror. He wasn't. This I know. I was there. Party. I was. Uh, it was a party I hallucinated whilst on heroin, <laughs> and I wondered what Scooby Doo would sound like if he was stoned. And I, I think it would be something like this. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, and I also wondered what Al Pacino would sound like if he was stoned. And it would sound like this. hoo And um, then I wondered... Uh, none of these people, for legal reasons, do drugs. Scooby-Doo, 
Shaggy for sure. Well, Shaggy, of course. He's like yeah. school. And um, and I wondered what I wonder what what uh, um, I wonder what James Bond would sound like if he was if he had the munchies. Um, <laughs> um, packet of cheesy quavers, please. You're an idiot. And um, some Rizla. And um. I'm Roger Moore and I'd like some... I'm not Roger Moore, I'm just a man. It's fine, Roger Moore's dead. I'd like uh, some Rizla and some cigarettes. I know... Thank you. That's my new act I'm working on. Um, Speaking of which, let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Good evening, Ian. How you doing, man? You are right? Uh, I'm okay. Um, I want to talk about the poisoning... Um, of uh, this uh, Russian defector. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well. No, hang on a minute. Where, where? No, we can. We can speculate, can't we? We can speculate. No charges have been made. No, but it would be pure speculation. All right. Well, yeah. We're not. Well, I was about to say we're not suggesting that Jonathan's got an in with Russia. Actually, if anyone has, this fella has. Yeah. Uh, there's speculation, of course it is, but um, uh, here's, here's... OK, go on, tell us what you think. Um, the Russians didn't do it. I was thinking that. It seems too obvious. Go on. Yeah, it was someone who, in this country, yeah. who wanted to use him as a martyr to yeah. create a public backlash against Putin. Yeah, you know what? I was. I, I kind of thought that, because here's the thing, right? The Russians murdered Litvinenko, OK? We know that. We, yeah, we yeah. know that, right? And the guy that yeah. they suspect that did it is now like a really famous... He's like the Jeremy Kyle of, of Russia. Not saying Jeremy Kyle murdered Litvinenko, but <laughs> he's, he's, a big, he's a big TV star in Russia, right? He's like a chat show host. I and, heard that he was a pol- uh, an elected MP. Was he? And, and yeah. the thing is, right, there's absolutely nothing that we could do about it. It's Russia! Of course it's Russia, and Russia will go, well, you show us the evidence, and then you show them the evidence, they go, yeah, yeah, we don't believe that. You just can't win it, right? Uh, So I did think, and maybe this is where I am falling down the Russia today, um, you know, the the, the John Gaunt taking money just to say NL crap and sell out your country kind of line, Um, is that maybe um, it 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 is done by someone British who wants to create problems between Britain and Russia. And um, that's my stomach. Mine. Is it? No, it was mine. I felt it. It was mine. I felt that was well, mine. Mine went as well, Shut then. up, man. It was mine. Mine went. We were in sync, like, um, like uh, girl flatmates at our first year at uni. <laughs> that happens. That's a thing. No, it's not. It's a myth. Well, it happened. No. It yes? Was, no, it's a myth. Don't deny my truth. No. Let me, ex- let me explain something. It's a myth. No. Women's cycles. It happened. It, it's it's a myth. It happened. No, you you were in sync already. What? Oh, so you, did you compare periods from what, before you went in, and like one of you was like on the thirteenth, one was like on the twentieth, and one was on the thirtieth. Did you compare those dates before you went in? Just that we'd say there, Jonathan. I think we're being tapped. Did you compare the data before and the data after? 
Or did you just all go... What kind of crazy parties do you think we were having? Or did you just all go, oh, hey, you're, you're coming out of the bathroom, um, uh, I can say it, without any embarrassment whatsoever, with Tampax, and you're coming out with pads because of toxic shock syndrome. Um, I, I, I too, am on my... Pe- I'm too, am having a, a, a difficult period right now. Can you get out of... I don't like you being no, in this scenario. I know you don't. I know you don't, but I'm a feminazi. You've got and no right. This is your time to listen. Exactly. Me too. Hashtag me too. No, not you. Hashtag time's up, with or without the apostrophe. All right, guys? She had it um, burnt on her arm, with or without the apostrophe. Spoiler alert, it wasn't a real tattoo. Oh. But carry on. Sp- spoiler alert, it wasn't really um, Hermione from the uh, thing. It was something else. She's an actress. Actor. So here's the thing. I don't believe you. I don't, don't believe care. you. Okay, fine. I'm not, I'm not doing it to impress you. All right. Show me the, the, the stats and then we can talk about it. Until then, you know. Um, Jonathan, sorry, you were talking about periods. Go on. <laughs> no. All, all I can add to that is Uh-oh. if I'm if I'm found dead and they say it's a suicide, yeah. it wasn't a suicide. I was killed by the government. Right. Hang on a second, though. Or you could have been killed by me or one of my many listeners. Or, or maybe you're going to kill yourself tonight to frame the government in the same way that you think someone is framing Russia. Oh, Jonathan! Sorry, what? That'd be a bit stupid. You you hate the government so much, you're prepared to be be another martyr because you've come on this national radio station knowing that the the showbiz journalists and uh, Huffington Post are listening... And and you've laid down the gauntlet, and you're going to take your own life so that it looks like Boris Johnson ordered a hit on you. <laughs> I got you sus, Jonathan. I don't think Boris Johnson knows uh, what end of the gun uh, the uh, cartridge goes in. Well, that's that's true. This, by the way, it's not cartridges. You're thinking of um, a VCR. They're actually bullets. Thanks very much indeed. Not VCR, VCS. Um, VCS is Atari is what I meant to say. Atari VCS. Um, they're cartridges. Yeah, okay, go on, carry on. Sorry? <laughs> Good story. Just, I just like accuracy. You know me, I like accuracy. Always. Um, oh, you're saying I'm a pendant, are you? I, I'm, not, I'm not a pendant, I'm just right. Just right. Um, yeah, we, we were at the concert earlier, we've, we've done that bit now. Uh, Rick, <laughs> Ricardo! <laughs> oh, wait, wait a second. Well, no, you wait. You wait. No, you wait. You wait, buddy. You'll be waiting. You'll be waiting. You wait. You wait. You'll be be waiting at the end of my fist. Oh, (laughs) in your face! In his face! (laughs) In his face! Specific, specific, specific. Specifics. Oh, here we go. How how are you two doing? Very, very, very well indeed. Thank you. Because I tell you why. Because I'm on a. It's I'm, very upbeat tonight. Good show. The, the, people said we run out of um, shtick. Well, we just found a box full of shtick <laughs> in the back of my car. I tell you why I'm in well, a good Michael, mood. Michael Shtick uh, won Wimbledon, I think. Um, apparently so. Here's why. Here's here's the thing about uh, here's, yeah. the, here's the thing about Sir Bradley Wiggins, right? And this is and this is what I think about Sir. This is what I think about Sir Bradley Wiggins, right? Forget the, the doping. Put that to one side, right? I'll tell you why he should have No, really? Was he got done for doping? Well, it, it, he thinks he says it's a smear. He, he denies it. Other people say that um, uh, he was he, he, he oh. crossed the ethical line, not the. Anyway, here's what I've been thinking, right? Well, he's not ethical. Uh, yeah. This is why his knighthood should be stripped from him. 
Have you seen? Have you seen his hair in that BBC interview? What the hell is going on there? He's betrayed his mod roots, literally, and he's become some kind of some kind of some kind of hipster. Now take that, take that knighthood away, and award it to the the first mod to win the Tour de France, Ronnie Wood. Make it Sir Ronnie Wood, the first mod to win the Tour of France. He won it. He won it in 1966. Admittedly, it was on the back of a Vespa. He was, well, he's on the back, yeah, well, he's getting uh, on the back of uh, one of those cool Citroens. You remember back in the day. But, um... What, what, what's this tangent, Ricardo? What have you called him for, man? What do you want? What is your why? What do you want from us? Why are you both having a go at me? Catherine was always really nice. Oh, well, um, maybe the worm has turned. As it, can, you see, can you see from <laughs> That's there? That's what she said. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> but no, the blonde woman from Hinge and Bracket, do you remember her? Yeah, yeah, it, it, was, it was Hinge. Yeah, and we just, I just watched, like, five minutes of it. Seriously, the blonde one, though, it was like, well, oh, come on, man. She was fit. I've said, I said this. She was. Yeah, but, like, that's, that's scary. Why? Huh? Are you telling me... Right, let's yeah. be honest now. Mano a mano, OK? This is the one that... This is yeah. the show. That means hand-to-hand, yeah. by the way. You're telling me... Yeah. ..that you've never found a female impersonator sexually attractive. Not saying you've done no, anything. But... Not saying you've done anything. I was just saying, you... but you've no, never looked at a female nothing. impersonator and thought, "Call cool, blimey. Wow." I was like, "Well, to be honest, when I first got told many years ago okay. that the blonde woman from Hinge and Hinge and Bracket huh? was a geezer." Yeah. Oh, that's a little bit scary, isn't it? There's no, it's not. It's sexually it's liberating. Good. Embrace your fluidity. Are you to come on honestly, Ricardo? You've never well, found re- well, you've never found a female impersonator, a transvestite. Well, I don't know what the correct term is these days. Drag queen. A drag queen. There we go. Drag queen. Yeah, that's good. You, wow. You, you've no. never found. You've never found no. RuPaul sexy. Oh, I think he's a very attractive young man. But, but you, oh, come on, well, no, come on, come on! I've, I've, fa- I'm, I'm going to say I found RuPaul sexy. I did. I'm not going to have sex with with her, but RuPaul is sexy. And I've watched. Here's the thing: I genuinely thought because I saw the posters and the poster for RuPaul's Drag Race. It was them with motor, well, like crash helmets. I genuinely thought checkered flags. Didn't I they? genuinely thought it was drag queens driving across America. But I've seen a couple of episodes, right? And some of them were awful. Mm, some oh of them were. Oh, come! It doesn't listen. It doesn't mean anything, right? Some of them were as sexy as hell. Really sexy. Really? Yes. Oh, God. Ah, the showbiz crew are listening tonight. That's me screwed in. (laughs) That's me screwed in the papers tomorrow. Not at all. Not at all. 2018 is the year of embracing the fact that we're all on a spectrum of sexuality. On the backside, Ian, this whole. You wanting to get more famous, but the same. No, 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 no. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. No, hang on. No, hang on. I've never said I wanted to get more famous. No, not more. Well, okay. Let me rephrase that. Go on then. But Let's back see. into the public no, spotlight. No, again, no, no, not what? No. Yep. Oh, hey, look, I'm not someone. That Shall I tell you? Shall I tell you what you're trying? What you're trying to say? What I wanted to do was yeah. to get more listeners to this show, and by going on a show 
yeah. that had 12 million viewers. I'm aware it was slightly shaking hands with the devil, but it meant I could say to 12 million yeah. people, some of whom would have forgotten yeah. me, some of whom had never heard of me, I'd do a radio show. Um, uh, so that was the... But it was never to become more famous. It was never to get back in no, the spotlight. Sorry, sorry, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just being really precise because I know people are listening. Um, it, was okay. ne- it was never to get back in the spotlight. I never really enjoyed my, my brief time in the spotlight. Yeah, you before. didn't. No, no, I didn't particularly like no. it. Um, no. But so it was just to tell people I've got a radio show, and it worked, and that worked, no. and that's great. Mm. But you're, not, well, you're telling me you've never found RuPaul sexy. Well, I like that one, the blonde one from Injured Bracket. OK, thank you very much indeed, Ricardo. Gosh. Ricardo, I think, is in denial there. RuPaul is hot. RuPaul no is it. hot. No denying it. The, um... I can't remember the name of the um, young gentleman stroke young lady that was in Big Brother. Courtney Act. Courtney Act. There were times, not, there were, not all the time, but there were times when Courtney Act was... Was was hot? Oh, I thought she was amazing. Yeah, I, I didn't always. I didn't always think she was particularly sexy. I, I'm not. I'm not particularly a fan of blondes, if I if I must say. Um, but yeah, there were some times when she she was hot. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we'll go through the list of topics in a minute. We'll take some adverts, and then after that, we'll speak to John. This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule free. It's the late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. You can listen to Talk Radio on DAB. Download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk. Don't forget, we don't switch off um, uh, at night time. We used to about three or four months ago. The station would, would switch over to, to talk sport. Um, but at one o'clock, uh, between one and five, Paul Roths comes in and does his ting. Uh, and then at five o'clock, it's James Max. So, um, uh, uh, and then at 6.30, between 6.30 and 10, we do switch off. And then at 10, uh, we fire up the transmitters again and Mike Graham comes on. Um, so it's, uh, it's a busy old, busy old time. Uh, 0344 Good evening, John. Good evening, Ian. Good evening. I was wanting to say good evening to the dynamic duo, but I can see the cat isn't there at the minute. She <laughs> has buggered off, mate. Yeah, that's fine. She has buggered off. It's, right, um... well, um, I've got three three points tonight. Go on, mate. Um, and the first one is um, the conveyor belt one. Oh, wow, yeah, this is... Oh, well done, yeah, famous conveyor belts. Yeah, well, you probably haven't seen this one, but there's one on Emma Deal. There's a conveyor belt on Emmerdale. Yeah, it's in a chocolate factory or a sweetie factory, but it's really just a bench. Right. And I think they just shove things along. You, ne- you never see it moving, you know. So there's a chocolate factory in Emmerdale Farm now. Aye, chocolate or sweetie, aye. But it's not... And this is uh, Cassie, John's on the line. John's telling me that the famous conveyor belts. He says there's a, there's a sweetie factory in Emmerdale Farm, but it, there's a conveyor belt, but it's not really a conveyor belt. They just push things along. <laughs> Is that what is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he, okay. I remember the first time I worked out how conveyor belts in shops work. Oh, I had to explain that to my daughter. Yeah, I, I forgot. I, I, I There's a I'm, pedal, isn't there? <laughs> 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 Whoa! <laughs> Quick, John, phone up social services. <laughs> Catherine is Catherine is spreading fake here. news. <laughs> I'm lost. Right, no, Yeah. there's not a pedal. Button. No, there's not. I'll tell All you right. how it conve- Right, so how come it stops when the food gets to the gets to where the c- cashier is? It's that little body thing, what you off. put on, isn't it? It's what, mate? That little, that, that little metal uh, plastic piece, what you put right. on, isn't it? 
Is everyone an idiot tonight? What, what has happened? Have they have they made it you, you, compulsory to be stupid? Is this really right? I am right, and I don't want you to Google it. I don't want anyone to tweet Kath or tell her anything like that. Right? Can someone phone up and tell Catherine and John, who I'm going to cut off in a minute? We'll let him do his other his other things, but I will cut him off because he's embarrassed himself. Can someone phone up and tell these absolute numpties how... Well, I, I worked it out when I was about ten. I don't think you did, mate. And you, you are um, 45. I am not! I'm being generous. Can someone phone up and tell Catherine how a conveyor belt... Is, is Gavin phoned in for that? No, he's not. OK. You're going to be... You're going to be... We were talking in the break about eating Frey Bentos. Yeah. You're going to be eating Humble Pie. Yeah, you're going to... When gonna, you realise that my, it, there is a pedal. You're going to be eating um, a dick sandwich. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean it like that. John, what, what would you like to say, you absolute pudding? <laughs> well, I was on about that little plastic thing, what you put on. Yeah. And it, um... When that rolls along in front of you, that, that stops it, doesn't it? So, so it's the plastic thing that stops it, is it? The next customer, please. Uh-uh. <laughs> you think there's microchips in there or something? You absolute well, bell. No, well, it could be like one of them, um, what is it, like a laser thing, isn't it? But I'm going to tell you it's done, right? At the end of the conveyor belt, right, so the, the person is sat behind the counter, right, and to the left is the conveyor belt. Right at the end of the, because all the food comes and it <laughs> stops when it gets there. When she picks it up, it moves. Picks it up, it moves. Because if you look, you know this, Sam, right? You you don't know this. What is wrong with you people? By the way, this is incorrect data. No! You look. Everybody, this is your homework tomorrow. I think Uh, I've had a go. uh, How long ago? Like the 80s. We're talking, this is is how it works, right? At the end of the conveyor belt, next to the cashier, there are two, on either side of the conveyor belt, there are two little black circles, Right? It's it's a it's a very simple light sensor. When there is something blocking the connection between the two, it stops. You lift it up, it moves along. So, right, why okay. If it's a pedal, why has there never been a pile up with someone getting confused and like and the, all the food piles up? Why is the why is the belt moving when there's nothing there? All well, the why did you mention the late sensor? Why have you got um, a, a black eye, John? I tell you why. It's because I've driven to Tyneside and I've punched you in the eye. <laughs> I honestly, it's an in, it's an infrared beam right at the end, and you, what is that face? You have been destroyed. I haven't. You have. I do not submit. No, she but you put this way. Do they make me make sure they Anyway, John, what did you call in for, mate? Right, well, it was a convey belt and a sleep, um, the sleeping place. Yes, yeah. Odd sleeping places. Yeah, worst place you had a kit. Go on. You know these uh, metal bridges what go across a, um, a dual carriageway? <laughs> oh, John! Yes, buddy, go on! Right, well, you know they have, like, metal steps up, but they have, like, uh, bigger ramps for taking pushchairs up and stuff. Yes. Oh, well, the ramps me... that kind of go round in, like, a spiral? No, no. Oh. The, no, it's... Oh. Um, the, the bridge is, like, yeah. just uh, diagonal. OK, yeah, yeah. Just a ramp, mate. Why are you getting... All right, all right. Just, all right, fine. There's, there's, there's footsteps, like, foot... Footsteps up one side, but like another ramp for yes, um, yes. for taking push chairs and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, where the where the ramp is, yeah. there was about 
well, it was three of us when we were kids. Yeah. We slept under the very lowest one of them, and it was only about 12 inches to get underneath. Right. So, what, so what, how old were you? Um, probably about 10 or 11. So as 10-year-olds, you Aye. crawled under a 12-inch gap and had a kip under a bridge. Aye, but... <laughs> the old days, eh? Like a troll. But, but <laughs> the, uh, the bridge was next to the, um, somebody's house. Oh, dear. Uh, and we were just having laughs like, or, you know, with my kids, and, and I think probably the metalwork on the bridge might have resonated a bit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I think they must have phoned the police. So they came and got us about three o'clock in the morning. But I think we could have refused to come out because they would never have got in. And this is, and I'm assuming this was like when um, Hitler was bombing England. This was like during well, the war. no, a bit later. I was in the sixties. Yeah. Okay, John. <laughs> um, uh, and I bet you had the best night's sleep you've ever had. Well, not, no, not, we got woke up by the police at three o'clock. <laughs> Those coppers. Those coppers. Uh, Anything else, John? Yeah, um, oh, I, I will say one other thing. Yeah. I, I've been watching on one of the um, mediums tonight. The mediums? And you've, got a, you've got a VIP listening. Oh, who's listening? I'm not telling you. I've, I've, I, I did send him a message to see if I could mention him, but he didn't He didn't reply. Well, hang on, what, what mediums? Is he on Periscope? I'm not going to say that, no. Oh, um, this is just... But, you know, like, you were, you were a little bit defensive earlier the night, thinking there'd be, like, other people next to him, but yeah. he's one of your supporters, I'll promise you that. Oh, right, so it's not Matthew. OK, right, thanks. He might, he might <laughs> ring Does it rhyme with Ince Pals? No. Ince Pals? Prince Charles. Oh. Um, it might be, just be warned, John, it might be a fake. There are some fake people. No, well, well he is. I've, I've checked them out on uh, Twitter. Oh. And it's him. OK, gosh, that's exciting. And it's um, from one of your... your your recent, um, I can't remember the name of them, no, like, you know. You bought, um, what's the name of that, the, the programme you do on a weekend, you know? Offline things. The Rabbit Hole. Thomas, yeah, Thomas Walsh. Guy. One of them things, aye. Is it Thomas Walsh? One of them things. He's not, he's not VIP. It's just Thomas. Is he not he's VIP? Not v- he's not VIP. He's V, V, VIP. Hey, you are special, you. He's, you, he's you good. Just he's... It, you just do it. You get it out of people, don't you? Yeah, I'm. I'm going I'm. I'm like. Um, I'm the human lie detector. John, I'm going to cut you off now. That's fine. Um, I cannot believe you didn't know how those conveyor belts worked. I still don't. No, you do, mate. It's a light sensor. It's a really simple little, little bit of kit to rig up. You go to any any supermarket, any supermarket, right? And it's great fun to do. When the conveyor belt's going, just put your hand at the end of it. You see the little dot? Put your hand and block, block one of the dots. I'll get thrown out for that. Please, that just caper. Pop, just say, excuse me, can I touch your black dot? <laughs> and, you point, and you just touch it and it will stop. And you can do it. Stop. Yep. 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 Never ask a pirate to see the black spot. Have you ever... Do you know about this one? Yeah, because I've seen the pirate show at Legoland 48 times. Um, Ludl's good. Is that why you keep trying to draw on me? <laughs> Uh, let's go to Gavin. Good evening, Gavin. Hey, good evening again, man. How you doing? I'm very, very well, mate. What you got for it? Oh, you, you, you know this about the conveyor belts, don't you? It's a light sensor. Um, I'm kind of, yeah, honestly, I was really thinking, I think in the late 80s, early 90s, it was Cass pedal situation. No, no it wasn't. Yes, no, no, honestly, it was. Mate, it was. Yeah, it definitely was. Well, it wasn't because I worked it out in the, I worked it out when I was nine and I was nine um, in 1982 and 1983. Well, my brother used to work at a checkout. 
Right. Well, in some in some and places up north, it might have been. Mechanism. But but it hasn't been. Well, I think, yeah, I think technology has moved on, man. But Con- considerably, yeah. considerably. Yeah, well, one would hope so. Uh, yeah, anyway, I've got a famous conveyor belt for you. Here we go. This is it. This is what it's all about. Who thought that, oh, who'd have go, thought, who'd have thought that the biggest argument of the night would be about conveyor belts? Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Who would have thought it, man? Yeah. Go on, what you got, Gavin? Bertha. Oh, Gavin. Gavin, that was like the second one we said, you prune. And oh, that... Mate, I've been... That you know, means... I have a kebab, man. I can think of another one. Go on, then. I bet you can't. <laughs> yeah, I bet I can't, neither. Um, all right. Um... <laughs> God. Oh man, come on, there must be come up right, um the generation gap. Oh. Right, that was the first that was how oh, it started. No, I tell you what I'll tell you why that right. started. Let Gladiator. me get uh, right, right. Uh, Gavin, stop be embarrassing yourself, the, mate. That was the third one! <laughs> Alright, um Scooby Doo. Ah, gotcha. Where's the track where's the In the opening titles of Scooby Doo, um the original series, the original animated series, when the caretaker is running along, his costume falls off because Scooby catches him and Shaggy on a conveyor belt. Oh man. Right, hang on, okay, fine, fine. You, you say that. Right, Scooby Doo, here we go, let's go to the original. Here we go, let's have a little, let's have a little look, yeah, shall we? All these little feet again, like all right, that mate. cartoon noise. All right. all right, buddy, calm down. Let's go to the. <laughs> go to the I'm amazed I pulled out of them. Well, yeah, I'll be amazed. Yeah. Here we go. We're watching it. Yeah. No, they're, they're walking. Yeah. I'm going to stop because I think I know what happens. Doesn't Scooby... And I've, I've not seen this for a while. Scooby stands on the costume. It's not on a conveyor belt. Oh, is that, is yeah, do that think, thing? yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Shall we see, boys and girls? Yeah, they're yeah, running in mid-air. They do that thing, do <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do, you yeah, want me no, to, do you want me to carry on, Gavin, yeah. or should I just cut you off? Um, I'll go. Thanks very much. Uh, that was, I mean, that was, uh, that was, that was pathetic. That's a lesson I know not uh, to do it, guys. Thomas, stay there. I'll come to you in a minute. The, the, the uh, oh no, I'll do, I'll do Thomas now, and I'll do the story about, about the Generation Game in a bit. Good evening, Thomas. <laughs> I'm absolutely mortified. How are you, Catherine? Oh! VVVVVIP! <laughs> I, I didn't know it was you, mate. The thing is, I was sitting listening to the guy saying, you've got a, you've got a guy online and he's a great accent, by the way. It's, it's, you have that accent, you have my accent, you have the previous guy's accent. Yeah. There's a lot of accents going so on. Many. It's the home of the accent here. God, if I'd known you, it was you on the line, I'd have got rid of those other chances and got you, put you straight on. <laughs> but I'll tell you what it is. Yes. Uh, you seem to be having a really good time tonight. Yeah, yeah, we're, 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 um, we're having a great time tonight. Are you going to bring us I, down? I, I was going to ring up. Oh yeah, I was going to ring up with that gobshite this morning. <laughs> hey, listen, don't don't worry about it. I t- and I, I got your text, and it's very very kind of you. But but don't because no, no because no, I tell you why because they're, they're they're all listening to us tonight, Thomas, and I don't want to give them the oh, satisfaction. Okay. I don't want to give them the satisfaction. Um, but you know, I, I, I yeah, I, I'll I'll text you. I'll text you tomorrow, and I'll uh, yeah. It's okay. But thank you for your text. The it was funny very thing sweet. Is, don't be silly, don't be silly. It's just, sorry, I won't. That's the thing. But while I was sitting waiting, listening to that chap, yeah. I actually tore up a conveyor belt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is it, you see. this? I love it. Go on. Only fields and horses. Yeah, where? What was the conveyor belt? Mother Nature's son, when they bottled the Peckham Spring, 
Dale Boy has a conveyor belt of uh, the bottles and they're all walking in the flat. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that, I think. Because you, you love, you flipping love Only Fools and Horses. I never, I never really got it. Oh, jeez. Me, me and Matt... Oh, oh, this is, oh, this is me throwing in a VOP, Catherine. Yeah. Am I allowed to throw in a VOP? Of course. We love a good name drop on this show. We, our lives are so dull that anybody that can drop a name... You, is it pre-recorded yet? <laughs> We're going to be very, very late for the news. You go on, go on. Well, I'll just... I'll be, myself and Matt Berry have been known just to text yeah, each do. other quotes for weeks. Yeah. Wow. Weeks. Normally, normally, grandpa. Normally, the early grandpa. Yeah, I, 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 pre- I preferred the early grandpa. When un- Uncle Albert, I found a little bit too silly. But early grandpa was was spot on, doddery old man without overplaying it. Uh, he was brilliant. But the thing is, I just, I'm, I'm glad you're having a good time because you sound like you're having a, a great buzz. And we all love you, and I just wanted to say that, so I'm glad we don't talk oh, about other things. No, we don't. We're not. We're, not, we're, we're going to have a laugh tonight. Thank, but thank you, Thomas. You're a good man with a good soul, and it's nice to talk to you, brother. Don't be silly. It's great. To, it's great to see you on there, and you know, keep doing your stuff. And thank thanks, Catherine. I'll see you soon. Yeah, will. Ta ta. Thank you, Thomas Walsh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one of the finest songwriters around. Um, is in the, have, have the, the, the first rabbit hole with him has gone up. Yes. Um, the rabbit hole podcast that me and Catherine do. Um, and Thomas Walsh is a guest for three or four of them, I'm guessing. Because um, he, he was with us in Dublin. And um, it was good, that, wasn't it, Dublin? Oh, so much fun. And Belfast. But, I mean, great but we nice. made a stupid error in yeah. going just for the one weekend and yeah. trying to get Dublin and Belfast done in one uh, weekend. Yeah, we uh, we bowled it up, guys. Uh, I, 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 there's just no other way of saying it, guys. We bowled it up. Right, last hour of the show, uh, 03444991000. I promise everyone from from Huffington and all of that, I'm, I will tell you what happened later on today. You're going to get that. We'll do the conveyor belt story. We'll go through the papers. You're welcome to call in. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle, only here on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Pete Townsend sings like a girl. He does it quite a bit in Tommy. I love it. He's got such a sweet voice. Uh, uh, Pete Townsend on ukulele. John Entwistle, the bass player, doing the doing the brass. Was it? On the French horn, yeah. He was doing it on the, fr- oh, doing it on the French horn. Hey, my mum used to play the French horn. Yeah. It's a great instrument, the French really, horn. It's really, really tricky. See, it's tricky. You don't see the French horn much these days, unless you go to, um, unless you go to, to, to Royal Albert. Oh, see the orchestras. Um, but I like a bit of French horn. I love that song. Uh, the Who by Numbers, right? It's, uh, it's this weird album where Pete Townsend didn't want to write songs for The Who anymore. And, d- d- you know, everyone was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like Zeppelin and all these getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And he just went, nah, I can't do it. And he went really small. I love it. It's such a sweet little album. Oh, three, four, four. Oh, no, no. Here's one going. Hey, I'm coming. There you go, boy. And, yes, that's it. So. Um, ah, so let's. So, sorry, it's, it's, actually, it's quite a boring story about the. Um, here it is. Here, oh, it is. Um, I've sold it well, haven't I? Actually, it's quite a boring story. What a way to start an hour, last hour of the show, when people are going, why do we stick around for the rest of the show? Maybe we go to bed. Oh, no, he just said the first thing he's going to say is quite boring. I think we'll switch off. Terrible. That's exactly what we want you to do. Because now I'm going to tell you what actually happened this morning. <laughs> <laughs> now those no, I'd, I'd do it before the end of the show. Generation game almost didn't have a conveyor belt. Oh, cuddly toys, microwaves, and toasters moving along a conveyor belt were a much-loved part of the generation game. Now their belt wasn't operated by light sensors. I suspect uh, handle. I tell you, do you remember what they used to do? And they used to do it on, the, on the generation game, but they do it on a lot of shows, right? They wanted to display something like some. Um, uh, pottery, china. What do you call it? Knickknacks. What's the word I'm looking Trinkets. for? Trinkets. I was looking for a word. Ornaments. Yeah, that's not it, but it'll do. They don't display an ornament. Figurines. Figurines. They wanted to display some figurines. You could win these figurines. They used to put it on a record player. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. They put, but you, the record player was like covered. But it was it on was a record. Definitely a turntable. Because you could see the little knobbly bits sticking out the middle. <laughs> it was on a record player. Do you remember? Swish. The old days were absolutely Yeah, because you had to see all the way round it. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on a record player. <laughs> um, cuddly toys, microwaves and toasters moving along a conveyor belt were a much-loved part of the generation game. Um, just to flag up how old I am, yeah. I remember thinking people who had toasters were posh. Used to use a grill pan. Oh, Here's the thing. I still think toasters are an, uh, an unnecessary luxury. Yeah. I still think, I still think having a toaster is, ooh, you know, that's. Uh... I think it's one of those things. My sister asked my dad when we could have one. And he said when we're rich. So when we got one, she thought we'd made it. I do miss those all-in-one cookers with the grill at the top. Yeah, I, I love that. Baking uh, in there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, moving along, Conveyor were a much-loved part of the Generation game, but the memory test round of the family show nearly didn't make it to our screens! What? A former BBC producer has revealed there was an internal row over contestants winning armfuls of prizes. Bosses apparently wanted to give away licence fee stamps instead. Good bl- bloody BBC. Jim Moyer, not Vic Reeves, who produced the show from 1971 until 1975, said, At the time, there was some anxiety and indeed an internal row and argument about the propriety of the conveyor belt. The propriety of the conveyor belt. Which is the title of my autobiography. It's coming out soon. They wanted to give away licence fee stamps. The argument went in favour of prizes. Uh, Mr Moyer was speaking on a TV tribute to Bruce Forsyth. Blah, 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 blah. I don't mean blah, 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 a bit dismissive, but you, you kind of get the thing. Um, is there anything, because there used to be lots of things in the 70s and 80s where you'd collect stamps. There were green shield mm-hmm. stamps where you'd collect stamps. And I, I I think I have a memory of my parents having, my mum having like a little booklet. and you'd put catalog stamps thing, in. isn't it? I thought you could take it into shops. I thought you could, you, you, you kind of, they're little green stamps and little squares and you, you had to fill up the book. Mm-hmm. And then once you filled up the book, you could take it in. I, re- I vaguely remember that, but then, that's, you know, sometimes with these, these faint memories, you think, well, maybe I just saw it on a TV programme and yeah, I, I don't quite know. But there were green shield stamps. There were obviously licence stamps. I wonder what other stamps there were. And when the, li- uh, you know, in terms of you, you, you stuck these stamps in the booklet until you had enough money. And then I wonder what the last... I also remember in the 80s a lot, you'd see outside cafes and things, luncheon vouchers, vouchers accepted. Yeah. What's a luncheon voucher? I think you, your boss might give you those. Do you get free lunches or discount lunches? And also, I wish we'd still call it luncheon. I, I, I know, the, again, the kids are going, luncheon? What is this strange Latin word? It's, what, it's, the full, it's the full word for lunch. Full word for lunch is luncheon, and the full word for tea is dinner. Um, and we just no. don't. <laughs> Come on now, please. Um, let's go. Let's go to Barney. Hello. Hello, Barney. Hello. Yes. Um, yeah. Firstly, yeah. Um, huh? Yeah. Toasters definitely are an unnecessary luxury. Yeah. They are, aren't they? You don't need toasters. Why would you spend twenty-five quid on a toaster when you've got a, a grill? Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, Although my grill does. A boring story. My grill does take ages to do the first side and then burns the second side. Have really you not fast. got a toaster? I've, yeah, but I sometimes like to do, cheese on toast. I'll do in the grill. Well, cheese on toast you do on the grill, yeah. But but it, but but no, I've caught you out here because what you've just described is toast. Cheese cheese on toast wouldn't burn because hello hello good evening. <laughs> you do the first side. Yeah, slowly. Ages, ages, ages. Is it done yet? No, it's still bread. Is right. it done yet? Oh, it's just about yep. beautiful golden brown. Yep. Perfect. Right. Turn it over. Whack your slices of cheese on. Yeah. Put it back under. Oh, it's gone black. It's charred. Well, you, well, you need to monitor the cook. You, you leave a grill unattended. Are you some sort of bell end? <laughs> I know the answer to that, so you don't need to to reply. But you leave it unattended. When you got the cheese side Not unattended, on, I might turn around to get a side plate. Well, you got a knife. When you got the cheese on. You monitor it constantly because different cheeses have different viscosity. Get you. 
Get me using the right words. First luncheon, no viscosity. What on earth has happened to Tony you? Tony Viscosity. He produced a lot of the early David Bowie records. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, oh, I've made myself snot. I've made myself snot with laughter. Barney, well, look what you've started. You've started spontaneous snotting. What have you got? No, sorry about that. That's all right, mate. What have you got? About um, last, yeah, there's a bit of a change of uh, topic, actually. Lot of something from last... Um, we're laughing but, I, I, I laughing, but I guess we're not going to be laughing in about 30 seconds. Uh, well, you might be, I don't know. Last week when you were talking about serial killers and uh, and forensic psychology and all that kind yes. of stuff, um, and saying about, obviously, how there's in TV and film a, a lot, a massive amount of stuff to do with murder and... You know, all of that kind of gruesome crime. Are it's... you a murderer? No. <laughs> OK. Just, I, just, I just have to ask that to cover my ass legally. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, legal. Yeah. Legal reasons, yeah. Um, <laughs> I do... I, I assume lots of other people kind of thought the same, how it's kind of there's a disproportionately large amount on TV and film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 all the biggest grossing movies and most popular TV shows yeah. are about murders, and the best ones, in inverted commas, are about sexual murders. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's usually a woman who gets killed. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. There's a, a there's, young, there's, sexy woman. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fully on the side of people that say that um, too much entertainment is, is violence against women. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, there's too much of that going on. I want to see a fella getting... Um, bumped get, off. Getting what? Oh, yes. oh, bumped. There was a P. But uh, yeah. I'd be up for either. Seeing it. Well, anyway, go on. Um, well, I kind of... I, I don't know if... I don't know how many people would agree with this, but I kind of think it's just one thing that kind of contributes towards um, people, that, that kind of the impression of people's minds... Their, kind of people's minds being very twisted and corrupted, only being kind of very extreme, uh, anomalous... Thing, do you know what I mean? Rather than mm. uh, so, you're saying what you're saying? What we're attracted to the grotesque? Uh, no, 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 no. What I mean is, um, it kind of helps towards creating the impression that people's that that people's minds being very twisted and poisonous is just in kind of extreme anomalous people. Yes. Do you know what I mean, well, it is though, isn't it? Well, this is the thing. I kind of. You think we're all like that? Uh, no, not no, but just that there's a lot more. Okay, you think that 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 a higher percentage of people is twisted, and well, not necessarily in okay. that way. Okay, re- in that case, I've got no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry. Oh, no. uh, maybe it's because it's late at uh, night. Kath, you following this? I mean, not necessarily like that everyone's um, you know that bad or in that way, but just that people's minds being twisted and corrupted and unreasonable. It's like only reserved for like extreme anomalous people, who are, yeah. you know, like sociopaths and. Yeah. You know what I mean. But you're saying that's not the case. You you. Uh, well, oh. rather than that, everything else is just yeah. normal and okay. you know, to perfectly yeah. logical and you know sophisticated and you know proper. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't mean that everyone is like, twisted in that way, no. but there's a lot more amount out there of people's minds being corrupted and working in, like, nonsensical ways, do you know what I mean? Rather than it's just that everyone's normal except for these few anomalous people. I got it. I, think, get what I, mean? I think I get what you mean, Barney. It's, a, it's an interesting point that is um, going to give some people nightmares <laughs> at this summer well, night. I don't mean, like... Oh. It, in ways where they are murderers and things like that, but just 
you know, most people would probably say that all of these kinds of people within these kinds of films and things are like really kind of alien, do you know what I mean? Like they couldn't understand it, you know, it's like really twisted minds. Yeah. But it's pe- but people being nonsensical and having like, n- you know, nonsensical and twisted, broken ways of their minds working is not just, it's not that like virtually everyone is normal and then, and logical and then there's just a few people that are like extremely twisted do you know what i mean um <laughs> i do i tell i tell i just distracted because um truth hurts on twitter has just tweeted i can't call in because i work in sydney australia i know where sydney is mate but a famous conveyor belt has got to be that mountain climber from the price is right and i think he's i think he's spot on there because mm. that you the no he wasn't a conveyor belt no no, delete your account, Carl. That's that's incorrect data. Barney, you make a you make a, 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 a thought provoking point and you make it excellently. Thank you very much indeed. Not a clue. Um, but good points. I, no, I don't want to discourage him from calling in the gang because I did actually enjoy that, even though I found it hard to follow. Um, I, I did actually want to. Um, uh, so, um, I'm obsessed with Joseph Fritzl. Did I mention I this on the air the day about my boy playing Minecraft? Did I say that on the I air? I think you said it on air, no. Right, OK. Well, if I did, I apologise. So I was, I was at the house and I was reading a book about Joseph Fritzl, who, who buried, uh, who kept his one of his daughters. He had seven kids with his wife, and one of them, was the middle one, Elizabeth, from, I think, the age of 16 or maybe the age of 18, kept her locked up in the, the, the secret compartment in the cellar for 24 years and fathered seven kids with her. Horrific. Um, and I'm reading this book. My eldest calls me in to the to where he's on the computer. Come down, look, look what I'm building on Minecraft. And he's there. The Minecraft is a game where you build worlds and things. And um, there's this noise. He stood by like a sort of like hill, and there's this noise. He said, "Watch this." And he dug into the hill, and under the hill was like a cellar. With like a hundred, I think they're like living skeletons in there, but there's no room for them to move. Just, just like rocking from side to side, going hundred of them, going, and he was he was in hysterics, and I'm looking at Fritzel, looking at my boy, looking at Fritzel, looking at my boy, and I just went, no, but I'm obsessed with Fritzel, and I've read a book which I've lent, I've given to you, lent to you. And now I'm watching a documentary about him on um, uh, Netflix. And I've downloaded a documentary about Natasha Kampusch. And I've do- do- downloaded a documentary about a girl that was held prisoner for 18 years. See, this is the, the horrific nature of those crimes, yeah. is that they happened in everyday streets. Everyday and... streets where the people that you meet might have one of their daughters locked up in the cellar. You just don't know what's underneath the ground. Have a look. Wow, you made a song out of that. Yeah, I'm slightly regretting it. Yeah, but um, well, well, but that's the horror of it. Do you remember when, where we used to work? There was a story. Of I was a thinking of writing was being a musical prisoner. about him. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, sorry. There was a guy that was being kept prisoner, and he was being like. Chained up and you and kept as a slave, and he, again that was in a normal everyday street. Horrific. Yeah. 
I reckon. Well, I reckon it happens more than we think. There were those. Was it three women in America yes. that were held by um, a couple of guys for mm-hmm. years? Mm-hmm. There was the young woman whose dad ran a cult in London, who kept her prisoner for years. Yep. Um, and bizarrely, she's a big fan of Gary Glitter because. When she was young, Gary Glitter, you know, Gary Glitter music kept her sane. I've, I've messaged her a couple of times, said we'd go on the show, but she never got back. Um, I reckon, I reckon it must happen a lot more than we think, right? Maybe this is Barney's point. It happens a lot more than we think. It's supposed to be a fun show tonight, guys. We'll get some laughs in a minute, don't you worry about that. No, and, and these days everyone keeps themselves to themselves. Yeah. And it'd be easier to... to Lock away the world. Fritzl used to leave his daughter, right? Sometimes he, he would go away, uh, and the daughter, and they had seven kids, right? One, one of whom died a couple of days after being born. And that's what got him the life imprisonment in the end. He got done for murder in the end because he could have saved that kid, it was argued. Otherwise, he'd have been facing, like, a year for incest and, um, like five years or something for imprisonment. He could have been out in six years. He's got life. I don't know if he's still alive, actually. Um, but so, so there would be like three or four kids down there. Some of the kids came out when they were quite young. Um, three or four kids living in two and a half tiny rooms in a cellar that was damp. And, some, and no one else knew they were there. And sometimes he'd go on holiday for two weeks. And... He'd leave the lights off. Oh God! For two weeks, and this poor woman, Elizabeth Fritzel, would be there with her kids, not knowing if he was going to come back. And of course, no one else knew. So if he'd have died, that was that. They'd have died. They'd have died. It's, it really is the most incredible um, story. I'm, 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 I'm kind of. I'm just fascinated by it in a very macabre way, but also in, in the way... This will be in the papers tomorrow. T- sat, t- tragic comic um, uh, obsessing over Joseph Fritzl. <laughs> tragic comic plans Fritzl-style basement excavation. Not at all. just find it fascinating the, 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 the way that someone's thought process and l- logic, because it defies logic to lock your daughter up in a cellar for 24 years and father children. And the way your, your whole brain wiring can, can get so screwed up that you, you think that that's an appropriate thing to do. It's, it's incredible. Um, Kevin and Angela, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Little musings for mums, madams and meat. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Good evening, Kevin. Good evening. Good evening, Kevin. What you got for us? Uh, well, I was talking, uh, well, listening to you talk about conveyor belts. Here we go. Here we go. We, I, I, do you in, I got a feeling you install conveyor belts, am I right? No, oh, not okay. at all. Okay, well, it was a guess. It was a punt. We'll, we'll take that out. I've you. worked with automated machinery before. Automated machinery, you say? Okay, I, I have. Yes. Yeah. 
My favourite thing, right, and now it's a museum piece. My favourite thing, and I'm not old enough to have gone to, to amusement arcades when this was in there, right? Do you remember these, Kevin? You'll remember these. You go to the amusement arcade, and it was a big glass box, and you put the money in, and the skeletons would come out and do a little dance. Oh, yeah. Do you ever see them? Mm-hmm. They, I'm old enough to know when they were actually in arcades and not in museums. Do you remember that, Kevin? Uh, no, I don't, actually. You say you work with automated um, machines. Yeah, a bit more technological than oh. that. It was, My... They were called CNC machines, and oh. you had to program them. Oh. I remember the um, very old-fashioned where they used to put change upstairs in shops. Remember that? The suction tubes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's like the 90s they do. They still do that in some shops. I know, but isn't it brilliant? It is brilliant, actually. <sighs> yeah, but... Uh, Kevin's getting frustrated uh, I, with us. I was ringing up about okay. PIP, wasn't I? And uh, so my memory's not that... All right, good, we're, we're going to let you focus then, because we're distracting you with tangents. Go on. So you, you go on. I've got what? Hello. Yep. No, we are distracting you with our tangents, so we're going to shut up and we're going to let you say what you phoned in to say. Oh, well, uh, the Some... square on the hypotenuse is equal to the sum of the squares on the other two sides, if you're on about tangents. There we go. Look at this. This is, this is Five, what I like. It? This is what I like. This is like hinge and bracket. It's posh comedy, and I, I, I wouldn't open with it, but I like it. So conveyor belts, Kevin. Uh, yeah, um, I guess I've gone off the tail a bit, but um, I've seen Mrs May. Uh, she's not able to do a speech yeah. unless she's got it. Uh, she has to read it from a clipboard, yeah. uh, whereas I've got my own views off the top of my head. Uh, with regard to PIP payments. And I don't think she uses a pedal for that, as Ian discussed earlier. Um, When he compared conveyor belts to supermarkets... You're not Barney's dad by any chance, are you? No, 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 no. I live alone. I've never met Barney before. I did did hear him on the conversation. No, Okay. Okay. Um, uh, well, when Ian compared it to infrared yes. in the supermarket. Well, I didn't compare it to. Um, I said it was. That's what it's based. That's the technology. It is infrared that that stops the conveyor belt. Is it you I'm speaking to, Ian? Yeah, you're on the right. Ra- yes, you're on the radio, Kevin. Oh, thank you. Oh, no. I recognise your voice now. Hello, yeah. mate. How are you doing? You're right. <laughs> Sorry, don't yeah, I'm sound. We need yeah, we I'm need sound. that siren. You're on the air. You're on the air. Yeah, you're on, you're on, on the air, the Kevin. Air. Thank you. I'm on the air. I've got no hair. I'm bald. There we go. You see again. I wouldn't open with that one. Oh, okay. So go on. So why? Uh, what, what do you want to say? Well, where was I? I um, can't remember. Ah, uh, okay. PIPs. Oh, hang, hang, okay, yeah. Oh, PIP, yeah, with yes. conveyor belts. Um, with infrared in the supermarkets, I think the government now, uh, anybody who claims for PIP, yes. I think it just um, goes straight through the infrared unless Mrs May presses the pedal. Um, and I think the only way that can happen is if you go through your local MP. Okay, hang on a second. Um, I, I get your point. You, are you applying for PIP, or do you know someone who is? I have. How did it go? It, 
it got rejected. Yeah, I bet it did, because they're, they're, they're tough old buggers on that, aren't they? I know exactly. Aren't they just? Yeah. And then it went to tribunal. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, it works on a point system up yeah. to 12. Yeah. And uh, if you get 12 points, they recognise that you're seriously ill. Yeah. And um, How many points did you get? Twelve. Hey, it, you should be quids it, in then. Well, I got twelve at the tribunal, but at the interview, I got zero. So <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as if they don't want to give the Conservative government don't want to give money to people who need and deserve money, Kevin. That is correct. Apparently, I was the fittest man on earth. I got zero. <laughs> I think even I'd get a couple of points <laughs> if I went in and out. Yeah, yeah. Well. So were you? Uh, now, is this is this a recent claim, or were you on? Was it the is it the DLA? Were you getting payments before they changed it, or is this just a new thing? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, I have, uh, I have had a disability living yeah. allowance about right. uh, and then you had to re- fifteen years ago. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, I felt I felt better after that, so I actually signed off. Yeah. Uh, from disability living allowance and went back to work. Oh, mate, yes, that was a uh, big mistake. Well, that was the truth. That, I know, exactly. I, Again, you should... Better. You shouldn't You shouldn't be honest with these people. You're too honest. Oh, How well, are you doing? So, always... so, you... you, you, you Ian, well, yeah. Ian, yes. Ian, yes. honesty is always the best policy. I know it is. I'm teasing you. Of course it is. But, uh, uh, but sometimes things... Are, you know, I'm, I'm teasing. Um, so, are you getting money now, then? Uh, employment and support allowance. Sport... Sport allowance? What's this? Employment and support allowance. What does, I've never heard of that. What does that, what does that mean? What, you, what... Can you remember the old doll money? Yes, I do, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much oh, okay. same, same as that. It was JSA when I was... Uh... Changed. Oh, job seek allowance, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, but the difference is, with job seekers allowance, you have to, to get that, you have to sort of uh, go for an interview on a weekly basis yeah. to let them know that you've actually applied yeah. for a couple of jobs. Yeah. To let them know that you're ready, you know, you are actually trying to go to work. With employment and support allowance, if your GP gives you sick notes for two-month periods at a time, then your GP recognises that you've actually got an illness. So can I ask you you a question that's a personal question? Of course you can. Okay. How old are you, man? Uh, fifty-one. Fifty-one. Okay. Um, and um, can am I again? You don't have to answer this if you don't want. I'm just trying to get a full picture of you. What what what, what is your um disability? What is your what what got you those twelve points? Uh, well, at the interview, I didn't. I yeah. told you I got zero. Yeah, yeah. But when so you I, went to I'm the tribunal, what when you went to the tribunal, what what what. You know, what got you those 12 points? What was wrong with you, in inverted commas? I've suffered with epilepsy for 20 years. Right, okay. And since then, I've suffered a heart attack as well. Oh, blimey. And um, you said that you lived on your own. How are you finding that? Does it not drive you a bit nuts? Well, (sighs) um, 
the tribunal must feel so. They gave me 12 points. <laughs> but uh, I've got family and friends who helped me out. OK. Uh, yeah. And how often it, do you it, speak to your family and friends? On a regular basis, okay. daily. Oh, OK, good. So they've got... You've got Several people... times daily. You've got people, whether you want it or not, you've got people that care for you that are keeping an eye out for you. Yes. Good. And that's good. You know, we, we all need something like that. When I'm fine, I'm fine. But if I have seizures, yeah. which are on a regular basis, how, almost on a daily basis... Is it really? You have it on daily? How, and how bad are the seizures? Uh, well, I think I'm sort of top of the list. Oh, uh, and probably due for an operation down at Queen's Hospital in London yeah. quite soon. Um, and does it... Um, you might, you know, hang on, I'm trying to think how to phrase the question. Does it affect, um, you mentally? Does it affect, like, your thinking sometimes? Very much so. I thought yeah. so. i tell you why, because you meant, I picked up on something you mentioned really early on, and I, I was talking over it a bit. Oh, there's a lot it. of anxiety. Yeah, but you also said really early on that you kind of lose your train of thought quite a bit. Uh, my s- memory, yes. Yeah. If I don't write things down, then it's gone in an instant. Is it, <laughs> is, is, isn't that interesting? So have you, have you got, like, loads of notes and post-its all over the place? Uh, well, I always keep a diary. Do you? And, and what is that? Is that to remind you of what you've done or to remind you what you've got to do that day? Uh, if I don't write a note down as to what... I should do. Yeah. I have to write a note down as to where I've put my notes <laughs> with regard to what... You you need a remembering place like Kath. On top of the bread bin. You need a remembering place where you always put things. Um, I do indeed, yeah. I, um, I wrote a thing uh, the other day uh, um, about loneliness, right, and about being lonely st- and, and stuff. And um, how are you finding it? Are you, are, are you a bit lonely? Uh, I do quite enjoy my own company, yeah, actually, because good, good. Uh, I don't go out much now yeah. amongst the public. Um, Why is that? Is that because you're 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 you don't want to, or you're worried you might have an attack, or or, or why is that? Uh, nobody will attack me. No, I'm, no, I mean if you have an, an epileptic fit, seizure, seizure. Uh, well, I don't know whether or not. People are aware, really, um, as aware as to what epilepsy is. No. Whereas everybody is aware of the things such as diabetes and yes. they just sort of associate it with sugar. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, go but... on then. Tell, tell, tell me, because I'm not completely sure. I've, I've Obviously, I've seen the images... Oh, OK, let me tell you what I think it is, Kevin, and you can correct me or, or, or steer me in the right direction. So I think it's cool. um, like a, 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 a wiring has gone wrong in the brain and it causes, um, we, we assume, you know, associate it with strobes and lighting and things, but it causes um, fits and seizures which will have the correct. body convulsing and foaming at the mouth and um, a, a, a loss of memory and a passing out, and that you know there is a chance that it, unless someone's there to help, that you might choke on your tongue. That's what I imagine epilepsy to be. How close am I? That's pretty much a good summation. Is yeah. it? Is it? 
Uh, but That's also, horrendous. you can just have a blank moment, uh, which is what they call a partial seizure. Right, OK. And and, and you just go blank yeah. for five, ten minutes. Go, go on, Kath. Go on, Kath wants to say I had go a on. teacher like that, and he used to stop in the middle of a lesson. Yeah. And just stand there, and you'd realise that he was he was having one of those it, moments. It's funny. I'll tell you why, um, Kevin. Well, I'm really... he was fed up with all the kids. It's true. It was that too. <laughs> I'll tell you why, Kevin, because... Uh, and I'm, I'll tell you... I said something to Kath off, off microphone, because... Um, um, and I'm really glad you've called in. And uh, we've not spoken before, have we, Kevin? No, okay. no, never. I always listen to to you on the radio. Oh well, bless no. you. No, I appreciate. It. But I'm realising your memory's not great. My memory's not great. We, we may have spoken a hundred times, and we've both forgotten. But I tell you what, I said to Catherine because I was really interested in what you were saying, and we were having a little bit of fun at the start, and and, and then something clicked. Um, and I said to Catherine, "Oh, I wonder." Something doesn't feel quite right here. I wonder if if he's got Alzheimer's. Now I'll tell you why I said that, Kevin. Because I I thought no, you were, no 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 I thought you were a little bit older than you were, but you can get Alzheimer's at any age. Um, but of it was just it was that interesting thing that I hope you don't mind me highlighting that you, you would just like me you would kind of go off on little tangents and then kind of forget where you where you'd been thirty seconds ago and then go back and you just. There was just kind. Of, there was a there was a beautiful vagueness about some of your language, if that makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm being too poetic. Uh, just give me a little clue. As I'll to give what you a, a little clue. Um, just um, okay about tangents. Yeah, yeah really about saying. tangents. And I'm I'm, oh, I'm when I said when I said the square on the hypotenuse is equal to the, that, the squares there, on the other two there, sides. There have been moments you've been very lucid for the majority of this conversation, but there have been moments when you have sounded a little vague. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, that's probably because I'm on my last glass of wine. Yeah, ah. well, he's, oh, he's pissed. <laughs> that's all it is. He's drunk. We got a drunk on the line. No, 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 no. I'm teasing. I always, uh, well, not always, but I find myself more at ease if I've had a couple of glasses yeah, well, of wine. Relaxes. It, it calms down the tremors a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, good. Well, listen, Kevin, I've got to move on because we've got some adverts and I've got a couple more calls and stuff. Um, I, I've really enjoyed your call, man, and I'd, I'd, I'd really like it if you called in again at some point. Well, do. Anytime you want. We're on Monday to Friday, 10 till 1 at night, and um, we, we'd love to speak to you again, mate. Yeah, sure, anytime. Thank you, Kevin. Take care. OK, good night. That's up. There we go. I just you, I just felt... That, and we had a little bit of fun at the start, and I just I felt... This, 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 it took me a while. I've got to be honest. Yeah. It took me a while to catch the thread, yeah. and I felt like we distracted him overly at the beginning. We did, we did. I enjoyed that. Thank you, Kevin. I really enjoyed that call, and I think a lot of people would have uh, as well, so make sure you call in again. Angela and Carl, stay there. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm reminded of something I saw on the way back from, um, a, you know, an interesting morning. Uh, where I, 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 Yeah, an interesting morning. I, and I got a cab from London back to, to where I'm living. And just as we got really close to where I was, there was a car in front of us and there was an ambulance coming the other way. But it was like a, one of those community ambulances. I, 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 don't, I don't know if it's paramedics that drive it. They certainly had the green kit on. Yeah. But it was, it was coming the other way. And... Um, we saw a woman start to cross the road, wasn't really paying attention, and she stopped in the middle of the road. And we're thinking, 
Oh, blimey, what's going on here? And then I, I got a better look, and she was a woman of an age. I don't know what age, late 50s, early 60s, wearing what looked like a onesie in her slippers. And the the, the driver spotted it. He went, she's terrified. And it, it was, it was a terrified woman. And thank God, I, I would have got out, actually. I would have got out, because I have got, got out before. I would have got out. But uh, but I, I, I was frozen for like 10 seconds. I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to make of this. But luckily, I say this ambulance was coming. And they saw her and they pulled over. And a fella got out. And as soon as he got out, she started to back off. And I could see that she had a massive gash down <gasps> her leg. About... What's that? About six inches? Mm-hmm. Six-inch gash down her leg. And this, this, this bloke was absolutely spot-on and brilliant. He's going, he's going it's all right. It's all right. I'm not, you know, I'm, a, I'm an ambulance. I just wondered where you got that cut from. She's like, I don't want to. It's fine. I don't know. I didn't really hear what she said, but she was kind of backing away. And he said, he said, I'm not. I, I don't want to come. I just wondered where you got that cut from. And I'm an ambulance. I can I can have a look at that if you want. He was brilliant. It was a masterclass. And I only saw a bit and I couldn't really catch it all. But it was a masterclass in a, a, approaching a vulnerable person who's terrified. And um, and she started wiping her leg to show that the gash wasn't that bad, but actually it was a it was a big old gash in her calf, and uh, and then we drove on, and I didn't see what else happened, um, but uh, it just made me think, and listen, just made me think that there are some vulnerable people out there, and thank God, I, I saw a, I saw a fella in Windsor at the weekend, right, fella on a phone, young lad, twenty swearing on the phone and normally I kind of get and I was on my own I thought blimey and I and I caught a glimpse of him and um it was obvious that that there was an issue there there was an underlying issue there and um you could tell by the way he was dressed and stuff I don't want to go into detail Um, and he was getting very very panicky and was shouting down the phone I don't know where that is don't know where that is. And I sort of walked past him and and I could just hear him getting pa- panicky and panicky. And I thought, I've got, to say, I've got to say something. So I went up to him and said, all right, man, what's, you're all right. What's wrong? He said, I've got to try and... F- my friend is in Costa opposite TK Maxx and I don't know where it is. I said, dude, it's, it's fine. I've got my phone. We'll Google it. We'll find it. You know, you tell your friend you're fine. Well, actually, I didn't say that. He said, a man's helping me and I'll, you know, and I, and I, I wouldn't mind talking to his friend. But anyway, but so I was on my phone and I was trying to find this thing on Google Maps. and I couldn't find it. And then an, another bloke came over and said, are you all right? What's going on? And I said, well, this this chap's trying to find his mate. He's in a, he's in Costa. And he said, right, ah, well, I know where the Costa is. There's one up there. He said, no, 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 it's not that Costa. He said, right, well, there's another Costa around there in the train station. Um, and we kind of got this, and I think, and I said to this guy, look, it, uh, the train station, you're two minutes away, it's up there and you turn right. And the fella that was, was there was like, do you know what, I'm going that way, I'll take you. And um, it just made me think there are so many vulnerable people out there that have got, have got nothing. Who, you know, and, and, you know, that poor bloke that I saw... <sighs> It would have been so easy to have snatched his phone off him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It would have been so easy to have snatched his phone and run off. And um, 
just, oh, I don't know. What am I trying to say? I just feel sad. I feel sad that there are people out there that would appear, maybe it's patronising, but that would appear that they are on their own or appear they're, they're in trouble of some kind. Yeah, but in this situation, it's that thing of looking for the helpers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And actually, yeah. it makes me really happy yeah. to know that you weren't the only person that wanted to help him. Yeah. And those paramedics are amazing. Yeah. There's been so many stories, been a couple of stories over the last week or so about people, paramedics being abused. Yeah. How could you do this that? This guy was incredible. He was incredible. Well, they deal with all sorts and they don't know what's going to land next, yeah. you know. Yeah. Remarkable stuff. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to touch it. I just just wondered where you got that that gash from. They know exactly how to deal with it. They're amazing. But um, oh, I don't know. It just made me feel a bit sad. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, let's go to Kyle. Oh, hi. How you doing, Catherine? Ian? I'm all right. Hang on. Well, hang on a second. Just try that intro again, mate. How you doing, Catherine? How you doing, Ian? There we go. Right. Okay. Me first. No. Um, let's let's try that one more time, Kyle. And I'm going to be honest. Um, you... It's my 50p, it's falling out my pocket. It's, that's not your pocket. That's not your 50p, it's your tuppence. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Carl, you're on very, very thin ice here, buddy. Let's try that intro one more time. Well, I really, really don't want you to cut me off, because I really think you had a really good thing with a call before. However, it's my politeness, and that's how I was brought up. So well you done. You've, you've passed the test. First. You've passed the test. Can we try and get Angela back? Welcome to the factory, yeah. Charlie Bucket. You win. You've passed the test, mate. It was. I was. That was a test. It was a. It was Thank a test, you. and you passed it. Thank you. Well, I'm well done. Do and let that be a lesson to the other spineless snowflakes listening that would have would have um, buckled. Under my interrogation, and um, would have would have changed it. Cow, you would have been cut off if you mm. changed it to hello Ian, hello Cow. You didn't, Cow. You you are a man. You you uh, walk like a panther, and it's great to have you on board. What would you like? What would you like to contribute to the show? Thank you. Well, I've got to say, I listened to call um, from Kevin. I think I might have to get his name down. Yep. Um, and obviously, I think I've mentioned before whenever I'm in my situation. So this is like quite a serious call for me. Um, well, nobody around and. And it's just like it's horrendous how they treat you. I'm, I'm currently I currently get pip, but I don't. Hang on a minute! Don't the, you owe don't you owe the pip like fifty quid? No. What is going? What no. happened with that? No, I paid it off. I I paid them. He's not a man. He doesn't walk like a pimp. <laughs> He, he buckled at the first sign of. Pressure. I did, and do you know what? I was I was I was told by different people going, "You can challenge that." Yeah, and I was like, "Do you know what? I, I just want it off my. I don't want any sort of, especially where I used to work. That's a long time caller. I'm like, no, I if I pay it off, fifty quid, right, it's gone. Yeah. But it's annoying. That's all right, mate. Um, no, that's all right. What, what, you, what, what you might as well do is you might as well get a big sheet of paper and write the word on it, principles, and then take a massive dump on it. <laughs> Um, because that's what you did. That's what you did, and that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'll cut with that. But I'll go I'm, I'm only that, teasing because uh, I know you'll worry about it. I'm only teasing. I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. It's just it's a right, stick. It's all right. I was going to say, I mean, Kevin's still listening. I hope he is. And I had the same thing. Yeah. And I, so I get pip, but I don't get the allowance that I think you've not heard of before. The um, the Sports. ESA, the Employment Support oh. Allowance. Oh, employment support. I thought you were saying employment sport. Allowance. I know you thought they were saying that. Oh well, why didn't you correct me? I didn't want to put. I didn't want to put either of you off. I'll put you off in a minute. Put you off for the night, girl. Well, that sounded horrible, That's didn't horrible. it? That is really horrible. I'll put you off for the night, girl. Tragic comic 
on day of TV breakdown threatens to um, uh, put his producer out for the night, girl. Whatever that means. I'm, I'm writing that up now on Google Docs or whatever it is. Yeah, Google Docs. <laughs> Google Docs. Um, and hey, is there that. a website called .com.com? Oh, I bet there is. Let's, let's find out. Hang on a minute. Some uh, wise let's, ass in let's Silicon let's Valley will have snapped that www, up. www... No, www... Dot, dot com, the words dot com. Let's have a look. Dot com dot com. Let's see if dot com dot com comes up. It's frozen. Is yours, is yours loading up? That means it doesn't exist. Well, oh, we broke the internet. This is gonna the internet's confused. The, the internet is caught in a, in a paradox loop. It thinks, is well, Kim you... Kardashian got a bum out again? Oh no, someone's putting dot com dot com. Dot com dot com doesn't exist. Guys, we are gonna make millions out of this. Yeah. You could claim on that. You could claim on that. I'm going to go to .com and say, guys, um, <laughs> you might want to do a website called .com.com. Well, <laughs> you got to pay me $5 million. .com.com does not exist. Because I was going to go on and see if .com.com.com existed. Mm. Um, but if what about www. www. Hang on a minute. Type, type it out. www. The actual words. Dot W. Then, yes. Like U is in the letter U or U is in the word U. No, it doesn't work. Mine was cleverer. Kyle, please. Kyle's got. <laughs> Kyle was cleverer. Kyle's phoned <laughs> up with a really interesting point, which is unusual for him. So we should we should make hay while the sun shines. And let's let's hear Kyle's point. Let me grab my sickle. No, I was going to say thank you. But no, I was just going to, I, was, I was in complete agreement with Kevin. Uh, I had the same issue that he has had. That they come across and they do this point thing, which is mad. Yeah, it's outrageous. It's, out, it's outrageous, uh, and it is like it's, like it's like they don't want to give you, don't want to give vulnerable people money. It's crazy. But they, but they said, well, uh, well okay, so uh, right, this is too much personal detail. Well, yeah. I probably can't come back. All right, so the quick version is, yeah, is um, they sort of said to me, all right, you can get the PIP. Is it? I think it's called PIP. PIP payment. Yeah, yeah. personal independence. Yeah, but, Payments, I think, yeah. Yeah, but then they've said, um, because I'm my own house, they're like, well, you can't. And it's weird. I'm in this really weird situation that I'm quite young, but I got quite ill quite young. Yeah. But they were like, well, you know, you can't you can't get cancel tax because you've got more than 16 grand in the bank. <laughs> and I was like, really? I'm laughing because like, yeah. it's, it's, I'm laughing because it's so outrageous and it's so unfair. And I, I, but I think the pips are sorted for my mum now. I don't really know. They won't talk to me. They don't recognise my power of attorney. Um, but I, 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 if my mum were left alone to do what needed to be done to get her pips, she wouldn't have a hope in hell. And I think they bank on that. I think they bank on a lot of vulnerable people not being able to go through the forms themselves. I think they certainly bank on a lot of vulnerable people accepting the first rejection instead of appealing it. And it's, I don't know what the percentage, it's a massive percentage of um, uh, pit rejections that went, that are overturned uh, appeal. And at most, but most people, when you get an official government type thing saying, oh, I'm sorry, you're not entitled to anything. You go, oh, that's bad. How are we going to manage? Uh, but but it, it's, it's a, it's a bent system. Do you think it's a way of forcing people to try and scrape the money together rather than troubling the system? I think it's a way of, of saving money. Definitely. Yeah. It's a way of saving money. I don't want to give money 
to, you know, we should be... The, the, the society, the measure of a good society is how we treat our kids, our elderly and our um, uh, people who are unable to look after themselves. And and right now, it's we've got it arse over tit and, um, you know... But that, that but, speech... But I, sorry, Ian. Yeah, go on, go on. Got, no, last minute of the show I, is yours. No, I was going to say, but I, I think um, I did the same thing that um, that you, you might experience or that Kevin experienced. Yeah. Whereas, like, I just, obviously, as we joked about, because it was a bit of a jockey subject last year, that I just paid my 50 quid. Yeah. And it was like, well, well obviously, you know, I was in the wrong. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it's just just the way they treat you. And the thing that interested me about Kevin, particularly, yeah. was... Because people see me quite normally or have a conversation with me quite normally, and people think, oh, well, hang on, is he, is he swinging the legs a little bit? Is oh, yeah, he he's not yeah, really that yeah. sick? Oh, yeah. But, it, but it's weird because, and it's what Kevin said, and I'm sorry to keep bringing the name to it, but when he said, so I've been in shops before yeah. where I've tried to pay for something, and like my words have gone, and I've no idea how to get the right words out. But he's a 51-year-old bloke, you know, and I'm sure some people think, what's, a, what's this nutter? You know, and I, I've met you. You're, you're, a, you're a youngish kind of guy, you know, yeah. I would... Yeah. And you look... Um, you, you, you don't look ill. Uh, Carl, uh, we've got to go, mate. Thanks for that. No worries. Cheers, Ian. Thank tatty you. Bye, tatty bye. Uh, I enjoyed that tonight. That was a good show. It was. That was, it was uh, ups and downs, laughs and, um, and things like that. Thank you, uh, Catherine. Thank you, Sam. Um, we will be back tonight at 10 o'clock. Don't I forget... Won't. I'm not in tonight. Sorry? Yeah. I didn't give you permission. I've got to go on a mission. Flipping heck. What? You didn't run that one past me. Yeah, I'm running it now. Yeah, we'll run that. Ow! Um, so, thank you very, very much indeed uh, for all of your calls. Oh, good, I enjoyed that. Well, we will have a right old laugh without Catherine on tomorrow's show. We'll show her how it's done. Oh! Don't get sacked. No, no, no. I forgot. I was going to... Ah, sorry. Uh, loads of the, the, the journalists and the Huffington Post and all that. I forgot. I was going to give you the inside gossip of what actually happened uh, um, uh, this morning. So, uh, what happened was, I was booked to go on the right show 